Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. As always, my name is Adam. I am Joe. And I'm Johnny. And we are guaranteed to be right at least twice a day because that is the motto of the Broken Clock Podcast. Welcome, Welcome. gentlemen. Yay. How's everybody doing on this uh, fine Saturday? Uh, good. Uh, so, me and John, we have our big trip uh Starting a week from today? From when we're recording. From currently. when we are recording this. Me and yes. John are going to be going to Japan for two weeks. Yeah. Uh, and I'm... Is there such a thing as, like, anticipatory depression? Yes. Because okay. you just want the thing to be here, so, like, life currently sucks. Is dragging. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this week was the longest week of my life. Probably. I know. I was... Just, like, the whole time, I was just like, fuck, I really just don't want to be here right now. No. Like, walking around at work just, like, absolutely miserable, thinking, mm-hmm. like, fuck, I want to fucking go to Japan so bad. Yeah. No, that's entirely a thing. I don't okay. know that it, like, I don't know what the terminology is for it, necessarily. Mm. Uh, anticipatory depression sounds like it could work. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, you're just... TM. You're, yeah, you're... Uh, Trademark. There you go. I'll see you later. Uh, <laughs> it took place on my podcast. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, you're just excited to go do something else, so... Yeah. The everyday humdrum existence that we all live is exactly that. Humdrum and just boring. You're just like, oh, man, I can't wait to do that thing I have planned. Yeah. That's going to be so much better than this, which is lame. Yeah. Are you getting, like, super anxious, though? Not really. Because, like, I'm just stressing out over, like, every little thing. The, the travel of traveling is the hardest part for me. Like, I just oh. want to... I just I wish we had teleportation down, so like I didn't have to worry about going through TSA and like oh, having a huge layover. So all that stuff is just stressing me out. Like once I'm there, I'll be fine. But for right now, I'm just like freaking out. No, I love traveling. Like I love the like act of traveling. I'm weird in that way. Like I know other people. Like my sister-in-law like has mental breakdowns at the thought of like traveling and flying anywhere and like doing all that stuff. And I'm just like, look, let's go do it, kind of thing. Is it a fear of flying or like an anxious anxiety thing? Uh, well, she has a fear of flying and the anxious anxiety mm. of, like, doing things. But, I mean, they got, like, two kids and stuff, you know? So, yeah. the different... traveling is a bit more of a hassle for them than yeah. me, who I just kind of randomly decide, like, eh, fuck it, I'm going to fly somewhere today. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, I, I have no problem. I, I'm not looking forward to the 19-hour flight. That's going to be a pain in the ass. But, like, traveling, I have no problem with. Can you sleep on planes? I've never slept on a plane before, but it's normally... Hours. Well, I wear <laughs> I wear contacts most of the time, and like I can't sleep with my contacts in because they dry out my eyes. Yeah, um, and most of the flights are usually only like max six hours, so I'm like, yeah, hey, I can just stay awake for six hours, kind of thing. Um, I'm not going to be able to do that this one, so I'm going to have my just be wearing my glasses on the flight. So I'll probably sleep this time because I can. Yeah, uh, especially since I'm not going to bother sleeping before because like the I'm going to like leave work, go home. And then, like, a couple hours, you know. Oh, so you're working airport. on Friday? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. So I'm going to, like, leave work, go home, like, maybe nap for, like, an hour and a half or something yeah. like that. And then get yeah. up and then go to the airport. So it's not going to be... Uh, I'm going to be fucking tired. <laughs> so <Yeah. laughs> I'm probably going to have no problem falling asleep on the plane at any point. Nice. Are there any uh, Are there any movies that you're looking forward to maybe being available on your airplane in-flight movie selections? Uh, I mean, I did put some movies on my, like, computer to mm. watch, and I'm gonna bring my laptop with me, mm-hmm. um, so I have a movie called One Cut of the Dead, which is a Japanese zombie movie. It's great. That's all shot in, well, like, the first half is all shot the in The first one third take? is shot in, in one take, and, yeah. then, and then the third is third is shot in one take as well. Okay. 
It's a uh, lazy second third that no one appreciates. Mm-mm. No, it's like the movie itself, and then the making of the movie, and then you're re- you're rewatching it, and what happened behind the scenes. Uh, mm. Okay. Uh, and I got a, like a couple other things, mm. and then like a bunch of TV shows and stuff to watch. So, and oh, then... so you're so you're not at the mercy of the in-flight options, which are always uh, a hoot. Yeah. Well, yeah. the in-flight stuff for international travel, like. Um, when I flew to Japan the first time, they had a whole bunch of Japanese movies on there that weren't out in America. I mean, they were subtitled, so you could read them, or, you know, you could watch them still. But it was stuff that, like, it didn't get licensed here. So, like, I saw Shin Godzilla before that had come over here. Um, erased, you know, the, the anime, Joe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The, like, live-action Erased movie was on there. Um, so, the, like, there's other stuff that, mm-hmm. I you know, because you're crossing boundaries you know international boundaries there might be other things on there so i'm more interested in seeing like maybe the new one piece movie is going to be on there or something oh yeah there you go yeah and then i bought some noise canceling like bluetooth headsets oh yeah i did the same thing so that i can you know just drown out the noise Mm -hmm. well i hope you don't have to sit next to any babies well hopefully the noise canceling works very well (laughs) yeah that's exactly what you're going to want when you're over there uh well i can't imagine bringing a kid on a 19 hour flight no not without, like, you know, some children's Tylenol or something. Just knock them out. Yeah. <laughs> some fucking Baby <laughs> Um But when you guys are not planning for your upcoming trip, you're playing video games. So, Joe, what did you play this week? Uh, f- uh, first up, I played a game called Door Kickers on the Nintendo Switch. Okay. Uh, did you kick a lot of doors? Uh, yes. Okay, I kicked good. plenty of plenty of doors. It's a... Uh, 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 no, I don't want to say 8-bit, but sprite-based, yeah. uh, side-scrolling. I wasn't uh, sure what you meant when you just did spider fingers. You're yeah. like, it's a... <laughs> it's a it's just like thingy. made a spider with your hand. I'm like, I don't know what genre that is, Joe. You're going to have to move It's a marionette this. game. Oh, okay, fun. Yeah. No, it's a it's a sprite-based, uh, side-scrolling, um, like, SWAT game. So, uh, it, and it, it, you know, it's, it's kind of like the... Um, the fucking hotline Miami type of like fast paced kind of thing, but yep. uh, not like the one hit kill style thing where, you know, you pick a level, push in a level. There's a certain amount of enemies and like hostages that need to be rescued. Uh, you can pick from a selection of different uh, SWAT unit members that each kind of have a different skills and abilities. Mm-hmm. Uh, my particular one is a lady that has the uh, riot shield and a pistol. Uh, and then you just kind of go through the level and you try to try and, take out the enemies before they can kill you kind of thing. Nice. Um, you know, uh, the kind of thing where you get three stars uh, ranking at the end, and then those you take the stars and you can use those to upgrade your character by, like, better armor, better shields, better weapons, uh, better equipment. Um, it's very simplistic. There's, you know, not a lot to it. Um, Just but sounds it is... like a Breach and Clear. Uh, I didn't play Breach and Clear. Breach and Clear is well, just... That was a first-person shooter, though, right? No, it's a tactics RPG. Oh. So it's a it's just a turn based thing where you're like okay you go here and cover this door you go here and cover the other door a guy's gonna come through and like you know hide behind the the fridge and then we're gonna clear the corner mm. it's a SWAT game but it's the same thing where you have like it's insta death or like permadeath so like if one of your characters dies he's dead but if he makes it to the missions the stars that you can get you can upgrade him yeah well this one's just like a standard kind of platformy like jumping game gotcha. not a tactical RPG or anything. Um, I wish it was a little bit more tactical in that aspect. Um, like Breach and Clear? 
Well, or, or like Rainbow <laughs> yeah, Six. Sounds like you could play Breach and Clear. Yeah. <laughs> or like Rainbow Six. Like, you know, it's called Door Kicker, and like you go up to, you know, the door, and you can't tell what's on the other side. Like, when you move room for room, you don't know what's on the other side of the door, just kind of thing. Monsters. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, there is a zombie mode. Ah, yeah. I see. Of course. Uh-huh. Um, and I kind of wish there was a thing where, like, you could, you know, like, peek under the door, like, do the thing where you stick the little snake cam and kind of, like, get an idea of what's on the other side, or, like, maybe a heartbeat sensor or thermal scopes or something like that. Yeah. It doesn't have any of that stuff, so you pretty much just, like, run around, you kick a door, and you shoot. It's super fast-paced kind of action, um, but it is very fun, very simplistic. I had a lot of fun playing it. It's one of those games that I, like, started playing, and then, like, three hours later, I was like, no, shit, I'm still playing this game kind of thing. Um, so that was good. Uh, the other thing I played this week is I fired up, um, Forza Horizon 4 because they added a new mode to the game. Okay. And they added a Battle Royale mode to it. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Explain to me how that works because I have a hard time wrapping my mind around such a thing. Yeah, I was confused by it too. Um, but I saw a thing that said like free new mode added to Forza Horizon 4. Uh, it's called the Eliminator. Uh, the way it works is you are dropped into the middle of like a, you know, big field area, as a man or as a car? As a car. Okay. Man uh, car. Yeah. Man car. So the movie cars. <laughs> uh, or Transformers. Or Transformers. Or uh, Turbo Kid. Mm. If anyone remembers the old Turbo Kid cartoons from the 80s. I remember no. the new Turbo Kid. It's a kid who can turn into a car. No. Yeah. It was weird. It was a weird, weird show. Are the toys weird? Because I bet that seems like... That seems like a thing that was generated to sell toys. I don't think it had toys. It might have, but Blasphemy. I don't remember. How was there an 80s cartoon that wasn't... That didn't have a toy line? Yeah. That doesn't pretty make any much sense to me. The cartoons were just commercials. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. They still are. Yeah. Uh, so you uh, you start off... Everybody starts off uh, with like the same car. Uh, it's usually like a Mini Cooper or something like, you know, not a very high-end, you know, speedy car kind of thing. Um, and it's oh dear, those have so many horses mm, and it's uh i think 74 players at a time that's uh, an odd number yeah it was that was is it 74 of... other players and you making 75 or did you just not get in a full lobby and it's normally 100 no i, I remember it saying like 74 but it might have been 75 74 plus you yeah um and you're all dropped into a the arena whatever it is uh-huh. and uh there's a giant glowing border around the thing um, and it, it's a ever shrinking border. And the way the game works is you have to drive around. If you see another car, you have to get up to it and then challenge it to a race. And then it'll, it'll put a like target location on somewhere on the, like the arena. And then the first person to win the, the person that wins the race, uh, eliminates the other person. Yeah. And then they get an, uh, the next level up car. So, like, your first car is the level one car. Then level two, if you eliminate somebody. Level three, if you eliminate somebody. It goes, like, you get a better car every time okay. you eliminate somebody. Uh, and the whole time, the arena is shrinking. So, it forces people to get closer to each other to get challenged to a race. Yeah, because ultimately, like, in Fortnite and any of those other, like, normal battle royales, like, you could theoretically make it to the end, see nobody, shoot nobody, inter- like have no exchange with anybody else until the very end and then just kill that one person, but you have max weapons or whatever. That seems like that's impossible here. Then like, and that's pretty much kind of what it is. Like okay. you can you can just run away from people and avoid being challenged to a race the entire time. But then you just have the same dumb But you car. start off with just the crappy level one car. And at the end when the arena is really small, it's easy for the other person to get up to you, challenging the race 
And if they have, you know, a super souped up level eight car, yeah. they're going to smoke you and you're going to get eliminated. Can you get like Nas boosters and like boost canisters or whatever around the map to like maybe give yourself a shot if for whatever reason you haven't challenged or won a race up until that point? There are car drops in the game okay. where like a, a car will appear on the thing and the first person to get it get to it gets that car so, so i guess like, technically you could yeah. get a better car and have a shot at the like the final race or whatever yeah but if somebody else has a better car than you yeah. they're gonna have a better chance of getting to the car drop than you are yeah. so like you can get lucky and hope that the car drop happens around you mm-hmm. uh and then maybe you can get something better um but it's a it's an interesting idea i didn't really get it at first the same way that you you said i don't understand this and it took me like two rounds of to kind of actually figure out what was happening because it doesn't really explain it to you i was like i don't get this because at first i'm just kind of driving around going like i don't know what i'm supposed to do i didn't realize like you had to get up to somebody and then challenge them to a race um the highest i made it to i would think i was uh rank uh 32 was the highest rank okay. i got so i didn't get very far in it yeah but that's you know more than halfway in a game like in a new battle royale that you've never played before mm. so that's you know that's pretty good yeah um it, like it's an interesting idea the whole time like in my mind when i was f- at first heard about it i was trying to picture out about like what it could be yeah um and my idea of the game was better than the game actually was what's your idea because the whole entire time you've been talking i've been thinking about my idea as well okay well my idea was <laughs> everyone my, wants their own way of playing this game yeah. my idea was like you kind of start off and everybody's lined up and the wall is like behind you and you everyone starts racing and the wall is chasing you and if you're not fast enough the wall catches up oh, to you okay. and you keep going until the last person hasn't been caught by the wall gotcha that's what i thought it was or that's what i pictured yeah. Well, I would make a Battle Royale racing game. And, like, you can get pickups along the way and, like, you know, nitro boosters kind of yeah. thing to give you that little extra boost. And, you know, the longer it goes, maybe the faster the wall moves to catch up to people. That's what I thought it was going to be. You know, everyone gets eliminated if you're not fast enough, if you don't race, like, good enough, if you hit something kind of thing. Um, so that's what I was picturing. What were you picturing? Oh, I just want a Destruction Derby Battle Royale game now. Yeah, that's exactly because like I wa- I love Destruction Derby as a kid, and like that's basically what the Destruction Derby is. games. Yeah, that's were. what I was about to say. Isn't that what Destruction Derby is? It's Pretty much, much. Like, but that's you're... on a small scale of like you have eight other cars and you're just smashing into one another. Yeah, I guess if you were doing a battle royale to uh, encourage you to smash into other people, if you kill somebody by destroying their car, you get reset to perfect condition again, hmm. or something like that. So that means like the more kills you get, the better off. The, you're going to be when it comes down to the end part whereas like if you just keep getting hit and avoiding things you're going to be this janky little car that doesn't have as much like you could maybe pick up health boosters boosters along the way and things yeah. like that but you may never get back to like a hundred percent which you would get with like a kill or you you know you get 25 percent boost with a kill or whatever something like that mm-hmm. where it's like it's more of the action that you get with a battle royale as opposed to just like, cause there's no action in racing. Yeah. Like not that it's not fun. It sounds like it was kind of fun. No. Yeah. It was fun. It was an interesting idea and I did have fun with it, but, but I your, your idea one. is what I wanted to be after I played it. So yeah. the first thing like the, with the, the border chasing you, yeah. I was like, okay, that's what I was thinking. And then when I was playing it, I was like, this would be really fucking cool if it was a destruction derby yeah. instead. Cause like I was picturing, yeah, a like five by five mile, like, you know, area and with a hundred cars dropped randomly and you're just kind of driving around looking for someone else trying to like find somebody to ram 
and the whole time the the area is shrinking, forcing everybody closer and closer until eventually, like the last three or four people are fighting in this like little area, just kind of slamming each other, yeah. trying to like knock each other out of the the arena kind of thing. That's what I wanted it to be afterwards. Yeah, that sounds so much cooler. So like, whoever owns the Destruction Derby license, the fact that you haven't thought of a battle royale yet is insane. Hey, studio that made Reckless, I talked about. As long as the game's not breaking my uh, PlayStation. <laughs> That's your next game, or that's your next mode for Reckless. Reckless. The Yakuza missions? Hmm? That's what it was called. Reckless the Yakuza missions. No, Wreckfest. Oh, you said Reckless. Oh, you did. I did. Yeah. Oops. Mm-hmm. Reckless. Yeah, Reckless was like Reckless. The, the one where you were like in the pseudo DeLorean. That's right, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so there you go. So yeah, that's what I played this week. Hmm. What about you, Oh, John? and I played, uh, I finished uh, Breath, or not Breath of the Wild, Link's Awakening. Oh, okay. Because nice. I was like, oh, I gotta finish that before we make our game of the year picks because I did it. I, I know where it ranks on my list mm. even without fa- beating the final dungeon which is mm. like I'm standing in front of in my save I just didn't go back to it's, it. it's a lot easier than you think it is too so Wait, it, like it the, could take you the minutes. actual egg? No, 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 no. The last like, Oh, Turtle Rock? Uh, yeah, whatever like the very last like I don't remember what it was. But, okay. So you haven't awoken the egg yet? No, 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 okay. no. You have seven of the eight instruments. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. What about you, John? What did you play this week? Nothing, unfortunately. Nothing? No, I've been, like, in winter depression mode, so it's still, like, the second I get home, I'm just tired. Um, so I've been doing a lot it's of... It's called sad? Yeah, it's called sad. Yeah, it's it called has a name. Of, Give it a name. I did. Take its power away. I said depression. Um, uh, so I've just been doing a lot of, like, planning for my trip to mm-hmm. Japan and, like, getting tickets for things and... Um, making reservations so like i made reservations for like the pokemon cafe two times because that's where you sit at a cafe with actual pokemon and they come up to you and you can like pet them and play with them right yes okay uh there is a dancing pikachu he'll come out and dance there you go um and then i made a reservation at the common rider cafe or common rider diner um so i've just been doing that's where you sit and pet a common rider right (laughs) yeah (laughs) yes yes so i've just been doing that and buying other stuff that i need for the trip but i haven't had much time to play anything because i'm either too tired or i'm working because i've also been working like 50 hours a week mm-hmm. catching up get, getting that paper yeah although it'll be nice because this will be the first time i've ever gotten paid for a vacation in mm. my life so that's pretty awesome it is pretty nice it's also kind of sad at 32 that i haven't gotten paid for a vacation before but mm-hmm. whatever yeah, i mean that was when i first got my first job that offered uh vacation pay mm. yeah so i haven't played much what about you uh, well, I was a- they put out a patch this week, so I was able to platinum uh, Jedi Fallen Order, which hey. is very, very nice and satisfying. Oh, I finished Fallen Order also this oh, week. Oh, nice. Yeah. Way, to, way to jump in on Adam. Come on. Well, no. He was waiting for I'm me kidding. to tell him my bit. Just, and so what did you think of the – no spoilers because I'm assuming John will want to play it at some point. But what did you think of the, like, ending – uh, the, like, decision, like, you don't make a decision, but the decision that is made at the end, I actually really liked. Uh, it was a kind of thing where, like, it obviously telegraphs it for a, a, a big part, like, coming up towards the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the whole time I was like, all right, well, like, I know it doesn't go this way because I know the lore of Star Wars. Yeah. So, you know, I, I kind of have an idea of how the, the end goal that they're going for plays out. Um, but I like the like the decision that is made. I was like, yeah, that's that was the right decision yeah. kind of thing. Um, uh, the uh, the big ending, however, I was like, holy shit! John walked down during the big ending. You screamed like, at him and said, "Go upstairs!" No, he just like had his head down, and I was like, oh, thank goodness he did not see the big ending of this. No, I just saw you like running along a long thing, and I heard the like 
imperial music and that was it so yeah well and i just knew you were playing it so i i was gonna avoid yeah yeah spoiling it for myself yeah so i was like oh wow he came down at the wrong time but thank goodness he just like had his head down and walked past because that would have been a big thing like i probably should have like heard the, the steps coming down the stairs been like john don't do it <laughs> go back upstairs get back to your room <laughs> yes sir yeah Yep. But yeah, it was definitely like, holy shit. Yeah, that was cool. I saw some people complaining about it, and then a lot of people were like, are you stupid? Like, think about it for a second. It's it's right. Just chill. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so that was that was very satisfying. I like downloaded the patch. The first thing I immediately did was fix my lightsaber, because they, like, they added the ability to fix the lightsaber, where like, remember I, I mentioned a couple weeks ago how there's a point in the story where something happens to your lightsaber, and then you can't ever get it uniform again? No. Okay. Well, a couple weeks ago, I was mentioning how... <laughs> well, what... I remember you saying that. Yeah. yeah. I'm so, not sure what you're talking about, though. So at a certain point, like, your lightsaber, like, gets combined with another person's lightsaber, and you can't ever change one design element oh, of it. okay, So yeah. it's never uniform unless never. you opt to pick their design element as your design element. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And they finally said, like, okay, you can take off that other design element and now make the lightsaber look like whatever you want. Okay. Which, like... Thankfully, that was really cool, too. Uh, they added a photo mode, which I haven't got to use yet. Um, it'll only be good for certain places, because some places look really janky. Uh, like, I'm not taking photo modes on Kashyyyk, because it mm. just doesn't look great. Um, but that's pretty cool, I guess. Uh, and then, obviously, they put in the fix for my missing bounty hunters, which I was able to complete within, like, 20 minutes. Yeah, they, just... they, they're all over the fucking place. Yeah. Well, originally when I was reading it, it's like, oh, they spawn every half hour. And I'm like, shit, am I going to have to play this? Am I going to have to run around for an hour and a half? Yeah, doing nothing because I've explored everywhere and gotten all the chests and like done everything. Like That was a problem I had with the game. Was, like once I finished uploading, like upgrading my character and like unlocking all the skills and stuff, I was like, oh, like fighting is pointless now. Oh, yeah. So I'm just like running by everybody and just going like, get the fuck out of my way. Get the fuck yeah. out of my way. I just force pull and stab. Yeah. That's I just much push I everybody do. off of ledges. Yeah. I have like six points available yeah. to spend on nothing. Yeah. But I was really glad I didn't have to run around for an hour and a half going, okay, spawn, come on, come on, come spawn. I just went to a couple planets like, and went to places where like, the FAQ walkthrough said they normally spawn. Because at this point, I'm like, I'm just going to look at the FAQ. I don't care. It's not my fault that they didn't spawn beforehand. If they had spawned beforehand, I wouldn't need the walkthrough. But because I need to, like, force the, the issue here, mm -hmm. I'm going to just pull up the walkthrough to, to save myself the time. Uh, so I was able to get it within, like, 20 minutes uh, and then got me the uh, the platinum, which was very exciting. Mm -hmm. I always like getting a platinum. Did you get it too, Drew? Uh, I have like three more to get for the platinum. Oh, like okay. I have to get the um, kill three people with one lightsaber throw. Oh yeah, there was a there was uh, one... which I I tried to do for a little while and I like just couldn't fucking get it to work right. There was one I forget which planet it's on, but there's one where there's like six guys in a hallway right next to a meditation point. Oh, so you can so, just keep recharging. So I just kept respawning them and basically would like try to get them to come at me in the hallway and then throw it. Because uh, at one point I tried the one where you like throw the lightsaber in a circle mm -hmm. and that wasn't really doing it. So I was like, all right, well, I just need to line three dudes up and just get them. Um, but I felt like I, I'll try to remember what planet it was, but it was right near uh, like, you know, a meditation point and a hallway. So I got to do that one. I got to do uh, kill twenty people like under the effect of uh, the advanced freeze. Oh yeah, I, th I did. I did that one in the same area because I'm like six dudes. This would be really easy to just 
you have to hold the slow until he like spreads his arm yeah, out yeah. in the T pose, uh, uh, and that gets it. And the other one is to uh, get the like maxed out terrarium, so I have to, like, get all yeah. the seeds. And I think I'm missing a seed, which I'm not sure how because I got 100 collectibles in every area. Yeah, that's not included. Apparently. Oh, it's not? Okay. Yeah. Because yeah, there's like one seed spot, I think, at the end that I have to do. There's Yeah, you're supposed to have ten. Okay. And the shitty part is is that like once you get the seed and plant it, you don't get the trophy. You have to wait from the grow. Yeah, which means you then have to like run around and do stuff. Yeah, so like the last one I got isn't fully grown. It's just a sprout, and I yeah. think I'm missing another one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I would just look. I think you can go and you can see which one specifically you're missing. Like they go in order of when you would have gotten them. Uh, when I looked at pulled up the FAQ to see which one I was missing because I only had nine, I missed the very first one. Like oh. the one all the way to the left, I just like somehow didn't get. Hmm. Um, so I went back and got all that. Right. One I'm missing quickly. the one all the way to the right. Oh, okay. So yeah, there you go. Opposite things. So yeah, just gotta do that, and then I'll have the platinum. Nice. So yeah, I uh, I got the platinum, which is very exciting. Uh, and then I played more control. I think I'm about halfway through now. Uh, it's fun. Are you understanding the hype for it now? I don't know. Not really. It's like. It's fun. Uh, the story's still unraveling. Very, I feel like it's a very back-ended story of like what's going on. Because I don't really feel like I'm getting a good sense of it yet. Which is weird because I'm about half... Like I looked at the, like, the mission lists and I think I'm like at 5 of t- like 10. Like I've just started 5 of 10 or something like that. And I'm only kind of like... Y- you just kind of get thrown into it because they're like, Oh, you, you picked up the gun. You're the director now. And I'm like, okay, cool. I don't know what that means. Like I I haven't learned what the Bureau of control technically is. Like, I just know that this girl is looking for her brother probably and control may have covered it up, but now she's the director of control. Like, so I don't know, like fighting the weird zombie creatures is kind of fun. Like some of the, like the puzzle aspects are fun. Uh, so it's a game I'm enjoying. I'm just not sure where the like game of the year the hype is yet. Mm. And I, I don't know, know if that's hype. That's just some people somewhere decided it was a game of the year. I mean, but it made it on like a lot of game of the year lists. Yeah, it was nominated at the game awards, which we'll talk about in a little bit. Um, and like, I think it was like IGN's game of the year, meaning that like enough people in their office picked it or like ranked it high enough. To, to where they would have done that. So, like, it definitely made Game of the Year nomination lists. So, like, I don't know that I necessarily get that. I don't think it's going to make mine. But I also didn't beat it, so I can't, like, say for certain whether or not, like, Chapter 6 through 10 are like, oh, my God, get ready for that, because that's going to be bananas awesome. So I'm still going to try to finish it, even though I won't be able to do that before we record our Game of the Year things, because um, that's going to happen very soon. Yeah. <laughs> um, but... Like, I'm having fun with it. Like, it's cool. The The combination of, like, you know, gunplay and, like, force powers is fun. Uh, and I like, you know, I like going through it. And it's it's trippy and weird. Like, I like that aspect of it where, you know, there's this thing where she definitely has some kind of, like, shining power, I guess. Where, like, she's talking to somebody that's inside of her head that, like, clearly affected her at some point. It's just called schizophrenia. So I want to learn more about that. No, she's got the shine. Yeah, because yeah. uh, it's the, definitely the like yeah, the you want to get sued. Yeah, because uh, there's definitely like a, not an extraterrestrial element to it necessarily, but there's some extra dimensional aspect mm-hmm. based on something that had just been unveiled in the story of like when we were younger, this happened, and she's like, "I'm not going to tell her about you. Don't worry." So like, there's something else going on that will unveil itself over time, and I think once those 
revelations come to light, I feel like that will tie this uh, together a lot better. Uh, my favorite element of the game so far, though, is there's these little TVs that you can, like, turn on in different levels. And, like, a weird kid's puppet show starts playing. That's a, that's a Remedy thing. And it's They put them in, like, super every, like, Remedy Yeah, it's game. super fucked up and it's super awesome. Not, not that show, but Remedy always has, like, you can turn on the TV and, like, watch... An actual like TV, yeah. Like Alan, Alan Wake had a yeah. uh, had like a Twilight Zone show yeah. they could like turn on and like watch Twilight Zone. Yeah, and it was like a legit like fifteen minute episode. Yeah, like actually filmed people and stuff. Now the film people in this is there's there's all these like reel to reels playing of the scientist who developed the technology to uh, protect you from the hiss, which is like the thing that turns these people into like zombies or whatever. Uh, but then there's these little TVs that have this little weird puppet show, um, that like, I, I don't want to not watch them. Like I, as soon as I find a TV, I'm like, oh yeah, cool. The next, the next bit of this, I can't, I can't wait for whatever weird thing is going to happen. Um, so that, that, I, that I quite enjoy. So that's pretty fun. Uh, there's a ton of collectibles. I haven't really read them. Like, I don't know if that will help flesh out the lore of things, but there's little like files all over the place that you can get, um, and collect. So like maybe that will help flush it out some more but i'm kind of just like running around and doing things but it's it's pretty good so far i am enjoying it um but that was uh that was all for me this week so we'll jump right into the lightning round not lightning round which surprisingly given the fact that it's the end of the year normally we get a slow period of news we got uh three different presentations this week that all had uh a pretty big amount of news and the excitement level for that news will very depending on what you think about the announcements and, and reveals that we saw this week. Uh, but first up, we knew about this coming into the week. Tuesday, we had our final state of play uh, for the year. Now, normally last weekend probably would have been the PSX time of the year, uh, though for the last two years they haven't done it. Not entirely surprising, uh, though given what we learned at the Game Awards, I think it might have been beneficial to have a PSX with some kind of bigger grand reveal. Uh, to be the first to announce such a thing. But um, we had just a normal state of play uh, that had some good announcements. It had some fun things to it. So I think I have that list. Yeah? Yep. Mm -hmm. So let me go ahead and pull up all the things that you may have missed at the December state of play. Uh, so first up was something that was very exciting for non-Switch owners, I would assume. And if you aren't excited by this, you're wrong. Non-Switch owners? Non-Switch owners. Oh, non-Switch owners. Uh, and that is... Uh, Tomorrow, if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, otherwise known as the 17th, uh, we are getting uh, Untitled Goose Game for the PlayStation 4. Honk. Honk. So uh, It's also coming to Xbox as well. Okay. Was that uh, announced as something separate? Uh, I mean, they didn't mention at the state of play. Well, no, they but wouldn't. Yeah. Okay. It was, yeah, it's coming, it was to, coming to like everything. They did announce it at the Game Awards. Yeah. Mm. But we'll talk about that, too. That was exciting. Um, so yeah, <laughs> so oh, that, you saw that part. I did see that part. Okay. That part was really fun. Um, so yeah, I mean, Untitled Goose Game is great. I thought that game was a blast. Uh, I'm maybe a little surprised there isn't some kind of like PlayStation exclusive content or something like something that makes it worthwhile to maybe play again if you own an Xbox or a PlayStation. Um, you know, either like another level or character or something. Maybe other jokes, but either either way hat, it's still a little playstation hat for yeah, goose yeah something a little wonky um but yeah otherwise that's a that's a great game so i might get it just because it has trophies oh Ooh. i might get it because it has trophies too that's yeah. a good there's my incentive yeah exactly oh 
See, if it has a platinum, I think I'll get it. If it's just like well, everything t- has to have a platinum. Right? No, it, no, it doesn't. It can just have I, like ten yeah. gold, and you're you're done. Yeah, oh, I learned really? about that. Yeah, recently. Because hmm. um, and they're like smaller indie games don't necessarily have the platinums. They just have like oh, it's like it's two bronze and three silvers and a gold, and there you go. There you're. It's probably like one trophy per level, and then you know maybe a trophy for completing all the end game content, and that's it. Um, so I doubt that it will, but if it does, it's a definite must buy for me and I will absolutely play that game again. Uh, next up we had spell break, which is a magic based battle Royale. So, Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, another battle Royale game, which, which was, uh, realm Royale. (laughs) Yeah. But nobody played that. No. Yeah. So this one actually kind of looks cool. Again. Yeah, I mean, this one is a hell of a lot more involved than Realm Royale yeah. was. Um, it certainly looked interesting to me, I but my brain just went like, oh, this is an interesting Battle Royale game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but we've said since the invention of Battle Royale games that, like, Make give me a do. twist on it, and yeah. I'll I'll give it a shot. They're, Especially if it's free. They're fun. Yeah, it's currently alpha testing on PC, so that, you know, shows that people are playing it, I guess. Uh, and there'll be a PS4 beta in the spring. So, if the... <laughs> If the beta is open in the spring, I'll play in that. If yeah. it's, I, if they, uh, you know, have to request an invitation, like I'll, I'll do that. I'll try it out. I'll try anything for free, mm-hmm. <laughs> if, and as far as video games are concerned. <laughs> yeah, um, let's let's limit that. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so that could be pretty cool. Um, after that, we got a a whole new breakdown of the game Dreams, which is finally coming out uh, February fourteenth. Though it's been out in like pre release beta but that was invite only and i did not get invited to that uh but from everything that i've heard about dreams it's actually quite awesome but again it's you know do you want to create things you just want to play other people's creations so mileage may vary on dreams i don't think i'd pay 60 dollars for it but because i don't think i would create oh i'm not i will say right now i am not creative enough to play that game what? I, I will be interested to see what people create, but I need to see people create good stuff before I put the money down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, well, they already have. Like, you can go look now because it's been, you know, people have been playing it and creating things. And there's all kinds of, like, first-person shooters and all kinds of crazy different stuff in that game. Um, but, yeah, if if I'm not going to create things because I normally don't create things in create-a-game games, then, yeah, I just need to make sure that it's good enough for me to play and i'll probably get on sale at some point and we'll see what it actually costs because i don't think they confirmed it but there is a full story campaign so that's kind of cool that gives you something else to do in it besides just create or play other people's creations so uh still could be pretty cool uh next up we got super liminal um which oh that's the uh it's like a first person perspective based game yes oh yeah that's what it was Mm mm-hmm uh, where like it's puzzle solving based on perspective, which uh, very much reminded me of. Did you guys ever play Echo Chrome? Yeah. On the PS3. No. I played it on the PS Port P maybe. Uh, they did have a PS. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I played Echo Chrome. Yeah, yeah. it was like yeah, the I black and white. What it was for a second. But yeah, yeah, it was black and white with that like artist uh, dummy like yeah the figurine. modeling modeling figurine. Yeah. Uh, you have to like rotate the thing to make sure it doesn't like fall off the area as he's walking around. Yeah, so you got to get him from point A to point B based on perspective. I really enjoyed that game a lot. That one also didn't have a platinum. I got all the trophies in that. Did not have a platinum. Oh. Very sad about that. I didn't play the sequel though because the sequel was like move controller based, where you had to like shine a flashlight at the screen, and I just like it just wasn't as fun. Um, but yeah, so this one did look cool. Uh, I was pretty excited for that. Uh, next up, we got a PSVR game, Paper Beasts. 
uh, from the makers of Another World. It's coming out in the beginning of 2020. Um, I don't really remember what this one was. Yeah, me either. A world-altering fishing rod. Oh, I do remember this and not really paying attention to it because it didn't really... Yeah, I didn't. I didn't watch the state of play. I just kind of like looked at what was announced, and, and you know, I paid attention to the stuff that I was obviously more interested in. Mm-hmm. And I kind of saw that one and went like, "All right, pass." Yeah, I didn't know it was by the uh, the devs of Another World, which mm-hmm. is a classic game that I really like. So maybe I'll give it another another look now, knowing that. Uh, after that, we got our first DLC for Kingdom Hearts Three. It is Kingdom Hearts Three Remind. Um, so. You know, I guess there were leaks leading up to this. I mean, it was, yeah, people knew about it for a long time leading up to it. It's a $30 DLC, so it's half the price of the game. Yeah. Um, and it uh, brings back the Final Fantasy characters, yeah, which was Leon, the thing I didn't Yuffie. like about Kingdom Hearts 3, is how it completely dropped the entire, like, Final Fantasy connection. Yeah. And went, like, full Disney. And I was like, oh, well, I want to know what happened to, like, Cloud and Yuffie and all the other characters, but it brings them back for this one. Wow. Well, this just says Leon, Yuffie, and Aerith. Yeah, I'm sure others will probably, you know, I'm Over sure you'll time. have you'll have like the Cloud in the Sephiroth boss fight, you know, that yeah. all the other ones. Or that'll had. be the second DLC, oh, Remind yeah. Two or something like that. Yeah, Re Remind. It's Re-remind. it's kind of shitty that they saved that stuff for a DLC. You know, that's how they get you. Yeah. yeah. But that's, I mean, also that's like, gaming in 2019. But to be fair, like it wasn't that it was a like a half-assed game, and now the cool stuff is being saved for DLC. Like it was still a fully fledged game that True, people enjoyed. But, like, it's very clearly they just took a major plot element and said, "And we'll set this aside mm. for people to have to pay extra for." Yeah, but they also could have set it aside for the next, like for Kingdom Hearts Four. Like it could have been the same thing where it's like this is a middle ground kind of thing. And we'll get to it when we get to it. Uh, but we'll see. I'll probably wait for like the game of the year edition hmm. of the game. To yeah, I haven't bought out. it yet. Uh, I bought it when it came out, but I have no real interest in playing it until I know that everything is out. Cool. Uh, after that, we got from the makers of Friday the 13th, the game. We got Predator Hunting Grounds, the game, which is Friday the 13th, Dead by Daylight, the... but with Predator. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Like I, that actually excites me more because rather than just being like a scared camp counselor who has to like turn on the car to get away, like you have guns. Like you can fight the predator, which seems like a much more worthwhile like endeavor than just like hiding and trying to run away. Like uh, granted, you're probably not going to be able to take out the predator by yourself with just your gun. So you're going to have to do some hiding and some stealth based stuff. But like that just seems more exciting than the like hide and run away version do you want to be a young johnny depp or do you want to be a young arnold schwarzenegger can i be adrian brody oh i guess you could if you wanted to (laughs) i want to be wasn't danny glover in one of those grace which one was topher grace in the the new one he was in the new one no the 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 second to newest one predators oh the the um, the one with adrian uh, Adrian brody Brody. okay he was like the crazy serial killer but like pretended to be like mm. a mild-mannered like i don't know why i'm here yeah i don't know why you're here either tover grace mm. why are you anywhere tover grace go back <laughs> to that 70s show you were good there can i be the kid with autism from the newest predator <laughs> with the, the superpower superpowers? of autism yeah uh or schizophrenic thomas jane can i be him uh dan glover was in predator 2 predator 2 yes mm. uh so yeah that's coming out on april the 24th so third person predators, including female predators. Um so Predatoras. exciting. Well that Predatoras. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. That's good. <laughs> nice. Uh but that could be pretty cool. 
after that, we got Babylon's Fall. Uh, it's a Platinum's collaboration with Square Enix. This was apparently announced two years ago, uh, and this is the first actual look at it. Um, so uh, it was kind of Dark Soulsy, kind of Platinum gamesy. Yeah, I mean, it looked like a Platinum game. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm I'm in. That's all you gotta say, and I'm in. Well, and <laughs> it's a crossover Dark with Soul-Z. Square, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Would you like some chocolate and peanut butter? Uh huh. Yeah, like it has. It's a. It looks like a platinum game with a square aesthetic. So I was like, cool. Sign me up. Yeah. Uh, so they didn't say any release information, but they did say they're gonna have more info next summer. So summer 2020, they'll probably have more concrete release information which means fall 2020 at the earliest, I would think, unless it's like an E3 reveal that's playable now or something. Yeah. Um, but that uh, that will be coming out in the near future. Uh, afterwards, we got the first real surprise, uh, if you were watching the actual state of play, though not surprising what it actually was, uh, because when it switched from Babylon's Fall, the little voiceover in the video said, now it's time for our first look at the previously unannounced single-player campaign to Resident Evil Project Resistance, which is that 4v1 Resident Evil game that we knew was coming that was announced a couple months ago Mm -hmm. uh, after it had been leaked. Uh, But I didn't know there was a single-player campaign coming for that. That was very exciting. Turns out that single-player campaign, Resident Evil 3 Remake. Which, I mean, we knew Resident Evil 3 Remake was coming. Yeah, but it was a way to subvert my expectations of like, oh... Oh, I, it was I a see nice what little you did trick. There. Yeah, exactly. They got me because, like, when I was watching it in the moment, I was like, "Oh, cool, we'll get Project Resistance single player, maybe some more info on the multiplayer, and then they'll be like, but that's not all we've got from the world of Resident Evil, and then we'll get the Resident Evil three reveal." Turns out they flipped the script on me. They got me. They did get me. What'd yeah. you think of the Resident Evil three remake? Uh, I mean, it looks like the Resident Evil two re- remake, but Resident Evil three, which is fantastic because i really like the resident evil 2 remake a lot of people did yeah well yeah a lot of people did it it, uh it uh, crossed the five million uh units sold mark which actually outsold the original version of the game what yeah so the the remake has now outsold the original well it's also on multiple consoles so i guess that makes sense too yeah, uh, I was in my head. I was like, "Wait, was Resident Evil Two on anything other than PlayStation One or PlayStation One?" But yeah, I don't think it was on anything. <laughs> PlayStation One and what, what? It didn't have a competitor at the. I mean, Dreamcast, but it definitely wasn't 64. on the Dreamcast. Uh, oh, there was there was a Resident Evil Two sixty four. That's right. I was there? No, ever like I think a... it was just Resident Evil sixty four. I don't think it was Resident Evil Two sixty four. Yeah, I'm not sure. It might have only been on the PlayStation. Now that I think about it, it never came to like the GameCube as like no. a like a re-release up-res situation. Nope. No, they, they did only, like the they only did the remake of Resident Evil One yeah. on the GameCube, and then they did Resident Evil Zero and Resident Evil Four on the GameCube. Gotcha. So two has never been released on anything else, I guess. And no then 3DS remake. Three either. No, only Resident Evil One got a 3DS remake, okay. and then the Revelations games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think. Uh, Two and three have never been on anything else. I'm looking it up. Maybe it was on GameCube? No, I just no. said it was on GameCube. <laughs> I just said maybe it's on yeah. GameCube. You said, no, you idiot. It's not. You're so stupid. You don't know anything about Resident Evil. And That's then I exactly cried right here said. on the podcast. Yeah. I'll rewind the tape. <laughs> Hi, Joe. Hi. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there you go. So, yeah, that was exciting. Uh, and so, turns out Project Resistance is coming as the multiplayer for that game. Hmm. So I don't know if you'll be able to get it standalone if you don't want to play Resident Evil 3 Remake for some reason. I don't know why you wouldn't want to. 2 was so good. Yeah. But 
I mean, I guess that could be your prerogative. Yeah. Uh, but they didn't say it. Did, it did say it was... Oh, no, right here. It isn't coming separately, so it's included with the single-player game. Oh, yeah, I just figured it was, like, the multiplayer like, yeah. aspect. Uh, it, I wasn't... It, uh, it did get made onto the Dreamcast, but not in North America, apparently. Mm. Oh, okay. And it was on the Windows, and it was on 64, and apparently it was also on GameCube. Boom! Huh. Now you're Do now you it's your turn to cry, Joe. Way to go. I probably, I probably N64, <laughs> Dreamcast, and Game Gear. I remember the 64 one, but... Uh, you're going to go home, and you're going to like open the door to your room, and, and it's going to be like... like four copies of it. And it's going to be like a d- immediately across. Like Somehow it wasn't there before, but now as soon as you open the door, like the shelf is going to be directly across from the door, and you go, son of a bitch, GameCube. Oh, yeah. You're totally going to kick yourself, because once you see the box art, you're like, oh, yeah, it did come out on the GameCube. Oh, yeah, it did come out on the GameCube. See, see the box art? Oh, yeah, it totally came out of the game. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I can remember shelving this. Yeah, it 1,000% came out of the GameCube and proved that Joe is stupid. Uh, I was a little... Uh, the only thing, like, kind of polite I had was the uh, new character designs for it because Jill just looks like Laura Croft from the Laura Croft reboot. She does. Like, she's wearing, like, the exact same clothes as her. And they did say that um, the, like, original costumes for all the characters were pre-order bonuses, which was what they did with Resident Evil um, the 2 remake. So you could get, like, classic uh, Leon and classic Claire's costumes yeah. by pre-ordering it. Um, but, yeah, I, I just looked at that and all I could think was just, like, why the fuck does she just look like Laura Croft now? Mm-hmm. I mean, did she look like Laura Croft back then? No, she was actually wearing a no, dress. She looked like a bunch of blocks mm. back then. Well, yeah, well, sort of Laura Croft. <laughs> That's true. No, in the in Resident Evil Three, she was actually wearing a dress because, like, the you know, she was like leaving a party when um like everything went down mm. and the like city went to hell. Uh, so she was actually wearing like instead of a blue tank top, she was wearing a blue dress. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, maybe they'll explain that in the remake somehow. Yeah, I'm sure it'll, she'll just be like, why the fuck? Like, she'll first change of clothes she gets. She's like, why the fuck am I still wearing a dress? There's a zombie apocalypse going on. Yeah. Or she just rips the dress off and she's wearing her casual underneath outfit. Okay. So there you go. <laughs> With all her tactical gear still attached. Yep. I mean, hey, she listen, was a special forces uh, soldier. Gotta be prepared. Yeah. You know, I've seen enough like femme fatale dramas to know that they always have like the garter of knives mm-hmm. and like. The, the ankle, like the, the, the cute anklet gun holster, mm-hmm. and they're just, they're ready. They're prepared. Yeah, the Femme Nikita. There you go. Exactly. Or the girl from Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's also an option. Uh, and then finally, on the state of play was something that we had been lamenting, had not been on a state of play as of yet. Uh, and this was our next look at Ghost of Tsushima, though it was a very brief snippet that then said, see more at the Game Awards. Yeah, yeah which was a shame. Like, it's cool that they had their presence at the Game Awards because, like, they need to, you know, make a big deal for this uh, Sucker Punch game. But uh, it was it was sad that it was just a brief little snippet that was the start of the trailer that we eventually got um, at the Game Awards, which we'll discuss when we talk about the Game Awards in just a little bit. Uh, any standouts for you guys from the state of play? Uh, I mean, I already knew it was coming, so Resident Evil 3 wasn't mm-hmm. exactly a shock, but it was cool to see it in motion. Um, I am interested in the Platinum game one, uh, just because, like I said, you put Platinum's name on something, and I'm instantly like, all right, cool, I'm down, Like, I'll, I'll give it a try. Um, like I said, disappointed with the Kingdom Hearts thing, just... Like it's cool that there is DLC, but I was very much like, yeah, fuck you for like saving that for the DLC, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. jerks. Jerks. Yeah. How about you? It was kind of 
one note. I mean, yeah. nothing really stood out for me. I was excited for Ghost of Tsushima, so when they said that more is coming tomorrow, I was just like, okay, like not even tomorrow. Like we got this on Tuesday, and the game wars wasn't until Thursday, so there's oh, two was, days in between. Yeah, two days. Uh, of having to wait to see more of just like a trailer. It wasn't like it had a ton of gameplay when it eventually came. It was just more of it. Like I would have preferred to have a full trailer. trailer at the state of play and then uh, get ready to see more at the game awards. And the game awards thing would have been like gameplay. Yeah. yeah. And like a full on like I know it's not E three, so it wouldn't have been like a demo, but something more than just like the rest of the trailer. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, nothing really here from me either. Uh, Untitled Goose Game coming to PS four. Now that I realize that it has. Uh, that'll have trophies yeah. that makes me more excited um and i'd be interested to check out the uh the predator game oh yeah i like i'll, I'll give that a try mm-hmm. so that could be pretty fun uh later that day on the tuesday lightning round uh we got our not really it's not a nintendo direct because it wasn't described as this but uh, we got the mm-hmm. nintendo indie world showcase which showed off, I think, like 16 games coming mm-hmm. to Switch uh, from indie developers. So, Joe, I believe you have that list. Why don't you tell me what we saw then? Uh, yeah, I have this. Uh, I don't think it was an order of announcements, um, but uh, first up, at least on the IGN list uh, for it, uh, was Golf Story 2, which is actually Sports Story. Oh, I gotta buy Golf Story 1 still. Same. Uh, well, uh, you definitely want to get it because this one looked really interesting. Uh, it, I mean, I talked about Golf Story a, a while back about being like a top-down sprite-based RPG golf game. Yeah, very uh, much like in the Mario Golf vein of things from the back in the day. Yeah, but just with a much more like kind of ridiculous, goofy uh, mm-hmm. premise to it. And this mm-hmm. one looks like it's taking the ridiculous and the goofiness and cranking it up because uh, now it's all sports instead of just golf and it's a whole bunch of like mixing and matching of the sports mm-hmm. uh like throughout the trailer they show people like you know playing tennis with baseballs uh, bats and uh, all sorts of ridiculous other premises like playing uh, golf volleyball and things like that so it just kind of mixes up all the different uh, aspects of different sports so uh, it's do perfect the game <laughs> yeah yeah kind of <laughs> yeah but probably way better than that because i think there was a dude perfect the game it was like a mobile like yeah uh, I'm, yeah they angry have a... birds game pretty much but just which i actually end. played a lot of that game really <laughs> yeah the dude perfect like shoot the basketball game yeah uh but uh it looked really good and i liked uh golf story so i'll definitely be picking up sports story uh this is why i think this wasn't in the uh, order because i remember action verge was the like the Big reveal at the end, but mm. that's the next one on the list. So Axiom Verge 2 is coming out, uh, which the first Axiom Verge game was like a Metroidvania, or well, it was really just like a Metroid-inspired, like spiritual successor-esque type of thing, but it was all developed by one guy. Uh, I think he has an actual studio working with him on this one, um, but uh, Metroid or Axiom Verge was a really popular kind of like classic game, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, good to see that there's a sequel coming. Uh, Streets of Rage 4, which is another Streets of Rage game. We already knew about this, though. Yeah. Yes. This was, I think, at Xbox's E3 or something like that. Yeah, it was announced somewhere weird. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, I still like the like going for broke for the 80s aesthetic thing that they're going mm-hmm. for, it, and it looked a, a good trailer. Uh, next thing was Gleamlight, um, which we watched a trailer for. It's a weird platformer metroidvania s thing with a um like stained glass window aesthetic to yeah. it didn't look really all that interesting to me the character looked like that uh i think it's the he-man character with like the pointy hat <laughs> oh and, uh, yeah i mean it just looks like a red mage from final fantasy that's what yeah. i was thinking red mage from final fantasy when i was looking at it 
Um, it's all the same character model. <laughs> pretty much. This uh, one's stained glass Ward? now. Though. Yeah. Ward? Is that that guy's name? I, I don't remember. I never I don't watched remember. it. Uh, there was Bake and Switch, uh, which is a very like hectic four-player co-op. Uh, about getting high and then seeing if you could be a twin to someone else? Oh uh, no! It's about Shut getting up, it's about getting high and playing Switch. <laughs> you <laughs> lost you lost your credit for that Predator and <laughs> damn it! Yeah, you should have quit while you were ahead. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it looks like very competitive, co-op-y, like fast paced, top down. Uh, it's not by the same studio. We looked that up, right? It's not. It's no. not. Okay. It's by Streamline Games, who did uh, the games Night Stream and Unbound Oceans, which. Um, Nightstream is a mobile game, and Unbound Oceans, uh, I don't know what that is. Mm. Oh, it's a new game they're working on. It's just now entering development. Oh. Uh, though it did very have a, it had a very overcooked aesthetic, but different. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it looked like it'd be fun. I'm not really all that excited for it. No, uh, I am excited for the next game on this list, which was Super Mash. Not Super Smash Brothers, but Super Mash, which Brothers. is a... <laughs> Brothers. Uh, which is a weird game uh, where you pick two different genres of video games, like particularly like NES, Super NES era type mm-hmm. of games. And uh, you pick two different genres and then you mash them together to create a game out of those two things. Yeah. So like you'll go through and you'll pick platformer and JRPG yeah, and you create nice. a JRPG platformer game. Yeah. I don't think you're the one creating the game. This isn't like it's, dreams. Yeah, it seems like no, this yeah. is just, yeah, this is just, they have however many options they're going to have in the game, and you mix and match accordingly. So those like eight styles or whatever makes sixty four different game combinations or whatever the math is yeah. uh, that you want to do. And it on might that. be like different depending on which one you pick first or second. Maybe like, you know, yeah. well, a platformer JRPG like, will be different from a JRPG platformer. Yeah, maybe. It said that like you could add cards to like enhance them. So like the cards that showed up was like double speed and like yeah. there was a bunch of other things thrown in there. Like yeah. modifiers and stuff. Yeah. yeah, that one looked really cool. I I really enjoyed that trailer. I think that gives you a lot of possibilities for things that you wouldn't otherwise normally get to play. And who knows that like if one of these is like the most popular version, like maybe will someone else will make a JRPG shooter or whatever and like then we'll get some new genre of thing. Mhm. Mm-hmm. But it certainly looked very, very interesting and mm-hmm. something I definitely want to give a try. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up, uh, there was a deluxe edition of the game Talus Principle, which is a game that's been out for a while. Uh, Sail Forth was a 3D naval action game Yep. Uh, that pretty much just looked like the low-res version of Skull and Bones. Yeah, and possibly or, Wind Waker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like Wind Waker without ever getting off the boat yeah. kind of thing. Or low-res version of uh, Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Yeah. Um, which, once again, just naming off all of those other things, there's already a bunch of games that have done this and probably done it in a better shape or form. Yeah, this one seemed very empty. Yeah. Like, it didn't seem like there was a ton of ships around. It's not like Sea of Thieves where you're playing with other people, it doesn't seem like. I mean, granted, it's an indie game, so it's not going to be on the scale of a skull and bones or a wind waker or anything like that. Um, but it just, it just seemed very empty, like colorful and pretty. Yeah. But I don't know. I think there needs to be a little bit more to it than just like, say it looked like there was a lot of levels. It looks like there was a lot of like places to go and things to do potentially based on like the trailer showed like your not overworld map, but it was like a selection of places to go or ships to look for or something. But ultimately will probably just be a very small scale version of that. But if you're into, you know, ship captaining, 
nautical games. Yeah, this could scratch your itch. Uh, then there was Dauntless, which is uh, a game I'm pretty sure is already out on PC and uh, platform or uh, PlayStation platform stuff. Um, it's a Monster Hunter-esque free-to-play game. A low-res version of Monster Hunter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's it's Monster Hunter with Fortnite aesthetic from what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yep. the Paladin's version of Monster Hunter. Yeah, that's what John called it, and that's pretty much the perfect description for the game. Yep. Um, once again, it, it's free-to-play. Um, it, it has a cross-platform uh, play that they announced, so that's why I'm, I'm not sure. I haven't paid attention to this game at all, but I'm pretty sure it's on uh, PlayStation 4. Well, Maybe a lot of those things Xbox. that are like, free-to-play are often skip your radar anyway because they just don't have big releases because who cares like it's a free-to-play game it doesn't need to promote itself very much you know yeah uh then there was murder by numbers which is a visual novel picross puzzle game which is uh sure certainly a combination i never would have thought that uh would ever come uh, they had the uh, Switch version of the game Oddworld Stranger's Wrath HD coming. Uh, that'll be out January in 2020. Uh, there was a game called Liberated, which is a cyberpunk visual novel. It that... wasn't cyberpunk, It was a though. couple of visual. Well, we only we, we saw like a 30-second trailer, and I don't think any of us were paying too much attention to it, because it was like weirdly dark and then black and white, and it didn't really get a vibe for any of it. Yeah, I mean, it looked like it was trying to be like um, the game like Inside or... Um, mm-hmm. Fuck, what's the one that they made before that? The one with like the little kid. So Limbo? Black Limbo. Limbo, Limbo, yeah. With the black silhouette. Um, but uh, yeah, wasn't very interested in this one at all. Uh, there is the game Boyfriend Dungeon. <laughs> <laughs> this one was weird. This one is a weird one. It's not what you think it is. Uh, it is a dungeon crawling slash uh, dating sim game yep. where when you find weapons in the dungeon, you can then take them to the real world or outside of the dungeon and then they turn into dudes and then you date them. So it's uh, it's like Soul Eater, but creepy. Uh, uh. <laughs> Did you ever read or watch Soul Eater? I mean, I know what Soul Eater was. Like, I know that the weapon, like the weapons, turn into people and stuff. Yeah. Um. But uh. Yeah. And the, but now you can fuck the weapons. But like, well, well, the main character of Soul Eater just make out maybe is the daughter of a weapon. So like, uh, but she's a human. So I'm like, how how. Hmm? When two weapons love each other. <laughs> Very, Very much. When two scissors. <laughs> you can stab someone's scissors. That's true. Uh, it, I, I don't know. I, like, I honestly, I might give this a try depending on how much it costs. Yeah, might. If it's like 10 bucks. <laughs> Joe, this is your this is your MO now. You're, you're just buying creepy games that have creepy premises. Yeah, you changed man after last week. Yeah. <laughs> how much more of that did you play? Galgirl. Uh, none. Oh, come on, Joe. <laughs> Uh, then there was, uh, Dreamscaper. Yes. Which one was this one? Uh, I think we watched we it. We watched the trailer for it, but I honestly, I guess that's just so for how much it, uh... This is the one that was, like, you could fight in your dreams and you woke up and you'd have to go back. And oh, yeah, it's the one where they didn't have faces. Yeah, the one where they didn't have faces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it looked pretty bland. Top-down shooter, dungeon crawler, randomized dungeons. Yeah. It looked pretty bland. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then there is The Survivalists, which is a Team 17 game. It takes place in the Escapist universe. Instead of escaping from various places, now you need to try and survive uh, on a deserted island. 
I never played the Escapists. I know that they're super popular, and there's like a million different versions of it. You can train monkeys. You can train monkeys. I want a monkey. I mean, I always want a monkey. Careful, don't rip your face off, though. Yeah. No, I want like Marcel, like a, a spider monkey. Yeah, but then they didn't have to get rid of Marcel because it just kept humping everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Marcel uh, was actually a woman, though. Well, the the monkey actor. Actress. No, they're all actors now. Yeah, they're all actors. You're supposed to say actor. The monkey. Sexist. Uh, and then uh, this actually was earlier on the list, but I saved it for last. I was going to say, like, <laughs> I, I was like looking at something real quick, and I was like, did he skip over this one? Because we need, really need to talk about this. I uh, know, I saved it for last, because okay. I was like, okay, I gotta talk about this game. Uh, and uh, last one uh, for us is Skatebird. Yeah, Skatebird. Skatebird, uh, where you play the uh, adorable little skatebird. who is a little, uh, fuck, what's the name of those kind of birds? Parakeet? Did look like a parakeet. I mean, uh, there was there was three like different birds that were like on that. there though. Mm. Pidge, uh, pudgies or something. Joe, you're pudgy. Thank you. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, you play an adorable little bird uh, riding around on essentially on a tech deck. <laughs> yeah. Using uh, Thrasher magazines for ramps. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, skating around like a little skate park built for him out of like everyday normal sized objects. So yep. he's skateboarding across like rails made of pencils and yeah, uh, p- half pipes made out of skateboard magazines. Yeah. Thrasher magazine. Yeah. So he, yeah, it's very much just, it's the tech deck game, which they made several. Yeah. Um, but you, you're now a bird. You're, yeah. you're not weird thumbs, which is what you were in the Tech Deck games. Were you? Yeah, that's what those characters were. They were thumbs or fingers. They just looked like beans, but they were meant to be fingers. Oh, I, mean, I guess, That's how you yeah. play with the Tech Deck. That's true. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but this just looked fucking adorable. It had a... It had, I mean, I don't know if this could be the soundtrack in the game, but it had a pretty sweet, like, jazzy soundtrack to it. Yeah. Uh, with, like, like, a subtle soundtrack, so you could just get the sound of the bird chirping and mm-hmm. peeping and you know making his adorable little noises i do feel like it's cheating he was flapping his wings on the half pipe to get more air I feel like yeah it's not cool i can't do that yeah well, exactly. i can't skateboard either but... tony hawk probably can he's oh. a hawk yeah. yeah you know that's gonna be like a thing in if it. it's not then i don't even know what we're doing here <laughs> <laughs> if there's not a like a hawk like a, character... a hawk named tony yeah <laughs> yeah if, yeah, if there's not a hawk up, like, unlockable later in the game, then, like, what are we even doing? Mm-hmm. I know you're an indie studio and you probably can't afford him, but, like, are just you have a me... Yeah, just have a hawk in there and just name it Tony. Name him Anthony. Yeah, name him Anthony. Anthony, Anthony the hawk. hawk. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, just just do it. Mm-hmm. Just do it, you cowards. Cowards. <laughs> 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 dare you. Don't yeah. dare. Uh, but yeah, that that one was the best presentation of the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, obviously, like I just said, Skatebird, best presentation of the thing. I uh, like uh, Game Mash or Mash Mash Brothers. <laughs> Super, <laughs> Super Mash. Super, Super Mash. Mash. I was like, damn it, I knew it was something. <laughs> yeah, I like Mash Brothers. I think that's going to be good. Yeah, that one also is uh, high on my list. Um, yeah. And I, I plan on playing Axiom Verge, so I also plan on playing Axiom Verge 2 mm-hmm. when yeah. that comes out. Unless and you really hate Axiom Verge 1. When it's play. possible. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, then Sports Story. It's good. Sports so Story. There was a lot of stuff in this one that I was very uh, mm-hmm. excited for. They did a good show. Uh, Nintendo always kind of hits it out of the park with some of this stuff. Cool. Anything else? John, anything from you on that one? No, you guys named it. Uh, you're not excited for Dauntless? No. You love the Paladins. I 
I have a thousand achievement points in Paladins only because it was free. But God, that game is terrible. And Dauntless is free also. Yeah, it's also available on PS4. So you. I will play Dauntless because it's free and because I like Monster Hunter. But I can almost guarantee it's not going to be good. Well, I mean, I mean, they did have lots of amazing things to say about it from like quotes from magazines and stuff mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well and i mean it's been out uh i think i read it came out in may on ps4 and xbox and pc so clearly they there was a clamoring for a switch version i guess i'll, I'll probably play it on the ps4 if anything but it's available on all of the Get things them trophies. Now, so yeah but like i would just rather play that on a, on a with a controller on a screen mm. fair point uh, all right, lightning round. Uh, we've teased it a couple times, but Thursday we got uh, the yearly game awards, which came to us uh, live from the West Coast. Uh, had it featured host Jeff Keeley, as it always does. And uh, they went through and did awards and reveals and trailers and all sorts of things. And uh, you guys watched it. I kind of followed along for a chunk of it, and I was less than uh, whelmed. Yeah, I watched the whole thing, um, kind of. I was at work, so, like, there was a lot of me just kind of putting my phone down. Uh, yeah, I was streaming to my phone, so, like, putting my phone down, not paying attention. Pretty much any time, like, uh, I heard that an announcement was being made, I would pull my phone out. But there was a lot of announcements to, to be made. It was just 90% announcements. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean that's what it usually is, which is fine, because that's what we kind of want. Yeah, that's what we're it. there for. But uh, I still always kind of laugh at the fact that, like, Jeff Q will just go out and, like, all right, here are the nominees for, like, this category. He'll just name the categories. And, and the winner is this one. All right, here are the nominees for this category. Yeah. And the winner is this one. Here are the nominees for this category. And the winner is this. And, like, nobody comes up to accept it or anything. I mean, obviously, there were the bigger awards where people came up on stage and, like, gave a speech. Mm-hmm. But so many of them were just, like, rapid fire. Let's just get this out of the way. Yeah. So um, we can get to the trailer for the To the trailers, thing. which is what everyone's there for. But uh, even then, the trailers for this one, I was not very impressed by, like, 90% of the stuff that was announced. Like, it was a lot of crap. Now, now, now I'm saying, like, the games look terrible, but, like, just a lot of... There was some no, of them did. Some of them did. Some but there was did. no, like huge announcement there was one huge announcement and it was glossed over super hard because it was done poorly yeah that's what i'm saying all right so do you want to get to what the first real big announcement was uh, i mean do you want to just run through the things uh or just kind of talk about do you have, what, what i don't know what list you have i have a list available. of like everything that was announced okay let's go through that uh so i'll just run through it because a lot of the stuff like i said we'll okay. stop on anything that we're actually like yeah, yeah yeah feel like mentioning we can actually use our lightning round palace that's right. <laughs> the, yeah. the thing that we started three years ago and then never did, hey, but still fun. kept saying it. It's fun. Uh, so, like, first off, they talked about uh, Humankind, which is a Civ game where you start off as like cavemen all the way up to modern time, and you uh, can we've seen that everything. before. Yeah, yeah. yeah this this is the new. first time it was yeah. showed gameplay of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, a lot of the uh, early stuff, especially like the pre-show stuff, was stuff that we already knew about, but yep. it was new trailers, <laughs> like the Final Fantasy remake new trailer that mm-hmm. was like the cloud-focused one. Uh, the new No More Heroes trailer, which uh, was... The trailer was amazing, but uh, who knows about the game? Yeah, the, the trailer was really weird. It started off completely unrelated. They didn't mention nothing about it being that game. It was a uh, very anime-looking, sweet E.T.-type thing where a little kid and his alien buddy... He'll see his alien buddy go back to space, and the alien says, I'll come back in 20 years and see you again. Because I love you. Because I love you. I love you, you Dante. Uh, and then when the alien comes back 20 years later, he's now, like, the dude bro prince of space who yeah. just wants to destroy the Earth. <laughs> Who's, like, been to prison. Yeah, it, it was sent to the black hole prison, he said. Yeah. 
Because uh, he's a goddamn superhero. Yeah, and then, and then he says he's a goddamn superhero, and then the goddamn superhero logo pops up, and I'm just thinking to myself, going like, I don't know what the fuck this game is, but it looks pretty yeah, fucking awesome. I want to play goddamn superhero. Yeah. And I was like, I can't believe they got away with naming a game goddamn superhero. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, uh, Travis Touchdown... Uh, Akira, Akira slides, slides through the, the goddamn superhero logo and it says No More Heroes 3. Yeah. So I don't know if any of that stuff has anything to do with the plot of No More no, Heroes 3. because that's what they did with the last one. The last trailer they had was also a swerve. Yeah. It's a uh, shame. And then, okay. It is. Uh, then was the big reveal that we were talking about, uh, which kind of just kind of came out of nowhere. It happened very early on in the show. Uh, I thought I thought it was still pre-show when like you guys had was. sent it in the group text. I no, was like, I think it was the very it was the first, it must have been the very first thing in the show. It was, the I think it was, it was, like, it was like the third thing because okay. like Jeff Keighley comes out and he does like you know this thing where he's like trying to act shy and he's like oh no sometimes we have a big reveal sometimes we don't I think this one pretty big reveal yeah uh, and it turns out the reveal was the uh, Project Scarlet yeah uh, we got the look of the the look of the box. And the name of the console. Uh, yeah, so uh, the new Xbox system, not called Project Scarlet, that was a placeholder name, actual name is Xbox Series X. And it's garbage. The it's Xbox a garbage SX, name. The Xbox SX, the Xbox X. It's a garbage name. It is. It's a terrible name. Because now I'm just imagining every fucking grandma going in like, do you have the Xbox thing? X. The you have Xbox the Xbox X, X and they'll be like the Xbox, the Xbox One, One X, X or the Series X. Yeah. I don't know what Timmy wanted. Yeah. Why uh, is it called the Series the X? The one that looks like a coffee maker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's the other thing about it. We got a good look at what the system looks like. And it's a, it's a cube. Fucking cube. It's a, uh, but it's not a cube. It's a rectangle. Yeah, it's a parallelogram. <laughs> it looks like the, mono, the, the monolith, monolith from uh, Space uh, 2001 yeah. Space Odyssey. Yeah. It's just, it's a mini PC tower. That's it's all a, it is. It's a fucking mini refrigerator. It, well, yeah. it's not that big. Like, yeah. No, but it, that's what it looks like. It looks like the SodaStream thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a cell phone box. Yeah. So it is a like cube this time it's not a like flat system like pretty much every system we are kind of used yeah. to vcr style is the description i saw of what <laughs> consoles are like is vcr style it works except for the yeah. gamecube yeah and uh, the switch yeah this is an elongated people. gamecube well, i mean the switch is that you know oh well yes yeah. uh but uh it's a fucking it's like a black box it's, and it's we weren't GameCube even sure what it was at first because they come out and they say all right here's the xbox series x it looks like a really fat xbox one x yeah um and they didn't really mention anything else besides that they didn't even mention that this was the new project scarlet during the show no you had to look that up like online afterwards. so we're texting each other and i text i'm like is this is this just a new because i said like Last week, I said for my predictions of the Game Awards, I said remodel, new remodel systems. Yeah, was my prediction. So I pictured that I thought like, is this the new Xbox One X? Yeah. Nope. Like, is this what will be available from now until holiday twenty twenty? Yeah. Or like, is this the uh, discless, you know, Xbox One X or something like that? Yeah. Where it's more powerful, but it doesn't have a disc drive. But you can see the disc drive on it. Yeah. And then I thought, is this an is this an Xbox PC? That's what I was thinking too. Initially, I was like, oh, it's a weird like cross 
breed of an Xbox and a PC where you can change the inside yeah. somehow. It's a it's a PC, but it has an Xbox drive in it, so you can just put your Xbox games into your PC and play them. That would be a worthwhile machine, actually. I know. That's what I thought it was at first. Uh, but no, it's the Project Scarlet. Also, the controller looked exactly like an Xbox One controller. Yeah. Which is fine. That's I mean, fine. the the DualShock looks pretty much the same yeah, year over anyway, so... I mean, the, the DualShock for the PlayStation 4 looked a lot different from the DualShock for the PlayStation 3. Not it looked, really. It, it had, just like, put, the touchpad, and it was but more that was rounded it. and stuff. I just pictured it to be changed a little bit. And yeah. It's still possible that it could be changed by the time it's actually out, and they just use that as a placeholder. Uh, Joe, it has a share button. Duh. It's changed. It has a share button. Mm, true, true. Yeah, you didn't think about that, did you? No. It's so different. Uh, so, that was that. It was a weird announcement. Yeah. Like you said, we had to go online to actually figure out what we were looking at, because they literally spent, like... 30 seconds on it which i figured it would have been a bigger deal yeah this is what i was saying earlier we're like if we had had a psx last weekend where sony unveiled the playstation 5 they would have had a whole dedicated week of like this is the playstation 5 this is what it looks like we're the first ones to announce it we've got our like shit together and then imagine if you know xbox brings out that double GameCube. everyone would have been like oh we just got like a whole 45 minutes on the ps5 and we get 15 seconds with that like brick Okay. Well, and like cool. the crazy thing too is like Phil Spencer's like was talking about how he gave his design team like every opportunity to make the best thing, and that he's blown out of the water with what they would give him. It's a it's a it's a block. Like yeah, that won't fit in any entertainment center. No, that's the first thing I was thinking. I was looking no, at my no, entertainment system. I was, system, I was like, that. this is not fitting anywhere. No, it's gonna go on top on the side like tucked behind your tv like where my switch dock is i mean i'm assuming you can lay it down on the side but even then it's it still, did say it could they could it, yeah but it, even further explaining they, they said you could lean it out and yeah it still looked fat as fuck yeah mm-hmm. no it's, it's, it looks dumb and the fact that they're trying to like make it seem like they made the coolest looking thing in the world is even more ridiculous my question is then like where do you go with the like the slim down version that will eventually come out like where's <laughs> the is an xbox one x xbox series x s <laughs> no my guess is it's gonna it's the xy it's gonna yeah. keep Xbox the, the series shape, sexy but it's gonna be like a gamecube size and then eventually it'll be like a macbook uh a mac mini size or the uh the, the was the redesigned wii that was like remember that red wii oh wii? yeah it was, it was like, like long flat yeah it's just gonna thing. keep taking chunks off of that's it. what i'm guessing yeah that's just what we're gonna do like a ham yeah exactly <laughs> from you the top it, down now yeah the video would just be putting it in a deli slicer <laughs> <laughs> introducing the new series x Mini Series XSX. Why Series X? What like I don't understand. It's it's the Xbox SEX. I, like, it's it's the sex box. It's, it's so stupid. I don't understand. Like I know that they were back to a corner with calling it something that because you can't call it the Xbox Three, you can't call it the Xbox Two. Like they were already backing themselves into a corner with weird naming conventions, but this doesn't make any sense. Like. Uh, we're getting more of them, right? Like, I think the rumor is still there's going to be a less powerful. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they, like they longer version. There's going to be two versions of it. But is then that is that is the this going to be the longer, fatter one? Yeah, but is that going to be Series X something? Like, is that going to be the Series X Slim? Is that going to be? Watch the... it be like thermos. Like it's going to be like a, a, a curved or on the side, same height, but it's curved now. Oh, so it Just looks like rolling Alexa? around on your yeah. YouTube? So it looks like Alexa or you know, a, a long Google Chrome oh, or yeah. a Google whatever assist. Yeah. Yeah, because the yeah, because the um, the echo is just a cylindrical tube. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't like the name. The look, I, I could care less about. I don't really care about the looks of my consoles per se, as long as it doesn't look like the PS5 dev kit. 
but um, the name is just so dumb. Yeah. Uh, we got our first look at our first Xbox Series X game, uh, which was uh, Hellblade 2 Setsuna's Saga. Senwa's Saga? Senwa. Setsuna's a different game. Yeah. Um, which uh, had an interesting trailer because it was just her like seeing a weird heavy metal song. Yeah. Uh, which at first I was like, is she singing Rammstein? But apparently it's a like weird uh, like Polish experimental band or like Dutch or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's uh it's a bung it's a band called Heilung where they have like I think They're there's like, a like Viking metal. Or I think there's right? like twelve members of the band. And uh, they chant pretty much the whole time. And uh, all of their lyrics are like folklore from Viking times. Yeah. And which is what the, the era that those games take place. Yeah. So I'd it, seen, it does fit. But it I'd was seen very... videos of them before. And I didn't put two and two together until you just told me. And I was just like, oh, yeah, it is that creepy band. Yeah. But it, I mean, it was just kind of a weird trailer to see her singing like this very modern sounding like heavy metal mm-hmm. thing in a Viking era game. Yeah. It looked good, I guess. I mean, it didn't really show much. It just showed her singing and then like a troll. But it was so realistic. Mm-hmm. And the Series X is the most powerful console of all time. Until the next, her gums were super <laughs> yeah. shiny. Until the next thing that was shown off, which is our first look at the first PlayStation Five game, mm-hmm. uh, which was called Godfall by Gearbox. Uh, it is a looter slasher game, mm-hmm. so it's going to be like based, yeah, like a melee be- based Destiny type game, apparently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was pitched as a loot, uh, like narrative or loot centric narrative or something like that. Pretty much, they just said like, yeah, it's you, you get stuff. We know what we did when with Borderlands, so this is going to be Borderlands, but Destiny also. Yeah, I mean, it, and it looked like it was a more serious tone. Yeah, than very the, much so. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and it's not cel-shaded or anything like Borderlands. It's, you know... No, graphically it looked nice. Yeah. I mean, from the pre-rendered yeah. video we saw. Oh, wait, so what is this? Yeah, see, they're fucking creepy. Oh, yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Antlers. That's Halo. Yeah, she actually plays them like an instrument. Oh, fun. Yeah. What was next, Joe? Uh, well, this wasn't mentioned the thing, but this is uh, linked from the IGN article that I was looking. Apparently, it does say that Xbox Series X promises four generations of backwards compatibility. Oh. And we'll that be... would have been something nice to announce. I thought they said that already. It was always a rumor. Assumed, like yeah. A, yeah, a thing that we like hoped for, but I don't think it was ever confirmed. I thought when they said they weren't giving, um, maybe getting the PlayStation 1 mixed up. Yeah, I think you're thinking of the PlayStation. When they, when they said we're not getting like PS3 games anymore, it's because everything's going to be backwards compatible. Yeah, probably. But yeah, that, that makes sense. I mean, the Xbox One is backwards compatible to the original, so you might as well just. But keep that's good news along. for me because not all of the backwards, not all the games are backwards compatible. If it is for everything, that'd be great because then I can play my Dynasty Warriors Gundam games. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it says it is uh, also backwards compatible with all Xbox One uh, accessories as well. So oh, that's cool. why they're using so an Xbox the One controller. Yeah. So all of your Xbox One peripherals and accessories will be backwards compatible with it as well. Again, these are all things that would have been really great to like announce on the stage and not have to have you. They probably hunt had a for... certain amount of time. You would have thought that they would have given them a much bigger chunk of time than that. Yeah, and even then, in the little video that you play in the thirty-second video, just put like show it and then be like, you know, big bold letters like backwards compatible and like show a bunch of old games and then be like. 
back, you know, including peripherals and like show someone using the adaptive controller and playing, you know, Hellblade 2 or something like yeah. that. Like do more as opposed to me having to find out online. Like, And that's the what the first thing I did. And then seconds afterwards, GameSpot had put up their article. They were probably just waiting for it to be launched. Or like, oh yeah, they had announced. this information ready to go, and they were yeah, just waiting to press. They full on had an interview with people. Yeah. Uh, next up was Bravely Default Two for the Nintendo Switch, which is actually the third Bravely Default game, which I always love it when they do that. Um, yeah, Bravely Second was the second one, a pseudo sequel. Yeah. Um, which uh, I never played those, but I always heard they were really good. I I played the first one, and it's fantastic. And I spent like probably a good hundred hours playing it. Um, never played Bravely Second. Well, now you can play Bravely Default 2 on the Nintendo Switch. Yeah. Uh, we got our first look at the new Riot Forge games. Uh, the studio Riot uh, formed like f- five new studios to make five new um, uh, League of Legends games that weren't League of Legends. Uh, so they showed up the first one, which is called Ruin King. Uh, Ruin King, a League of Legends story. Uh, they showed off the new player unknown game called Prologue, which was just a very quick thing of just like a forest. Uh, apparently, it's the like prologue to uh, PUBG. PUBG. Yeah, which... so you get to find out why you're dropped on the island. But this yeah, is what you were happening. trying to. You said before. Yeah, I was saying like I want to know what's happening. Like, why yeah. are these people fighting? That would be yeah. an interesting thing to know. Uh, we saw the trailer for uh, Sons of the Forest, which is a sequel to the game The Forest, which I didn't know it at the time. Uh, it was a very weird trailer with like a four-armed, three-legged woman dancing sexily, mm-hmm. and then weird faceless dudes. In the forest. the forest. Uh, no, same. New look at uh, Ori Will the Wisp, as uh, well as announcement that it is delayed until March 11th. It's always interesting that an announcement for the delay happens at one of these things. Yeah. Uh, we saw the soundtrack rundown for Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, where they interviewed a bunch of the band members making the soundtrack. There's uh, some good people on there. Grimes, Run the Run the Jewels, Aesop, Rocky, He's others. Back. Well, Refused is going to be the main band. They refused, the yeah. No, just Refused. Samurai. Yeah. Uh, uh, we got to look at Ghost of the new trailer for Ghost of Shima, which yep. was teased at uh, the uh, state of play. Yeah, it was just a longer version of the same, like. You know, with like quick little snippets of gameplay, yeah, like fit it in. Looks awesome. Yeah, I mean, I'm expecting it to be good. Yeah, we uh, also got a release window. I wish they had a summer 2020. Mm-hmm. I wish they had more than that, though. I want, I want to know what the limited version of this is going to be. Yeah, I was surprised that they didn't have like a you can pre-order it. Like now that we know a release window, I'm surprised there isn't more of a pre-order thing. Or I'm surprised they didn't nail down a release date so then you can start pre-orders and have the special editions and all that. Well, like, you can pre-order right now. It just is for a questionable date. Yeah. Like, it's on, it's up on, like, Amazon and stuff like that. But I want, like, a physical... Yeah. I want to know what it looks like. I want to know what the, the limited or, you know, collector's edition stuff is yeah. going to be, all that. I mean, you can always pre-order on Amazon and then cancel it. But, I mean, it's not like it's going to drop in price. I'm not getting the regular edition anyway. There's no point in pre-ordering it. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got a look at something very similar, uh, which is Ner- Narica Blade Point, which is another ninja-esque type of game. It's more China-themed than, uh, ancient Japan-themed. Yeah. It looked like, uh, it looked like Chinese Sekiro, which is cool. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm down. Yeah. I mean, it didn't look as polished or as detailed, but it's also not out yet. Yeah. But, uh, it's very, like, fast-paced, over-the-top ninja game that looked pretty interesting. Uh, Gears of War Tactics... 
okay. So I was thinking about that trying. as I was watching this. I was just like, is that what Microsoft does to their properties? Just turn it into like a tactics game? Yeah, Halo Wars. Yeah. Like, they're two big shooters. Let's just make a tactics game out of it. I mean, people love Halo Wars now. I mean, I played both of them and they're It not was well received, great. but I don't think it sold very well. They made a second. True. I played them both. This one said, it, uh, Gears Tactics says it has 40 plus hours of campaign, which is pretty intense. Mm. Yeah. But part of me was thinking like, is that just because tactics rounds usually take an hour to begin with and there's 40 levels or is it there going to be like a decent amount of story out of that? Yeah, I don't know. Also, what happened to Gears Pop Tactics? It's on the phone, dog. It's on, yeah, it's out now on the phone, I think. Oh. I don't care. Yeah, I know you don't. That's why we're shooting you down real quick. Uh, they showed off a game called 9 to 5, which is a tactical first-person shooter. Based on the Dolly Parton, Bat Miller movie, yeah? Uh, yeah, okay. yeah. Based cool. on work normally? Well, the, the, the thing of this one is that it's in a world where being a like a PMC is just a like regular job that people have. So, like... You're just kind of going into the office to, you know, shoot up a place. Hmm. Not not going into an office to shoot up a place, but... Uh, uh, I was going to say, that uh, happens uh, pretty frequently here. Uh, sure. Oh, so it's postal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, what a way to make a living. Yeah. Uh, the next game uh, was the next game of the uh, League of Legends uh, Riot Forged games that they showed off, which is a game called uh, Convergence. It's a C-O-N-V slash R-G-E-N-C-E. Convergence? Sure. Uh, It's an action platformer game starring one of the uh, League of Legends characters. I don't know shit about League of Legends. (laughs) But it won eSports Game of the Year. Uh, Fast and Furious game. That looks like garbage. That looks like doo-doo. Terrible. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I think that was the last thing of the night. That was the last thing of the night? Yeah, they had Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez, like, come out on stage. They are world-famous actors I know, but, I know, stars. To show off that game the way it looks as the, like, big final thing? That's their last hurrah. Boy, oh boy. Bald Vin Diesel. And then there were like a color, couple other things spattered in between there. Like uh, you could get a a grease 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 a grease themed gun in Rainbow Six Siege. Mm-hmm. Uh, you could get a um, they're doing a uh, Fortnite Star Wars crossover where you can get a Tie Fighter. That was today. Uh, like, That's right. It's right now. I think. Oh yeah. <laughs> I wanted to watch it to see whatever like weird thing you get as a gift. You get a Tie Fighter uh, parachute, so like you come in on a Tie, like hanging from a Tie Fighter or a Tie Bomber. I think it was. I want that. Just do it. Go go right now. Go. No, we're in the middle of something. Like our pause. Do it for your phone. (laughs) No, I don't. I think it already started. I think it was at like two thirty. I think I missed it. Uh. So yeah. Uh. Uh, There's also free DLC for Control. Oh yeah, that is coming, and paid DLC coming uh, next year. Well, well. I don't know if they said it was paid. They just said the next DLC will be out in March or something like that. No, I think it was like they called it an expansion. I thought like there's free DLC, and then the first expansion comes out, which implies a paid DLC uh, scenario. My favorite moment was earlier on in the show where uh, Muppet Labs came out, uh, Doctor Bunsen Honeydew, and Beaker came out to show off uh, their newest game, uh, Untitled Beaker Game, (laughs) which just 
I thought it would have been funnier if they put Beaker in the role of the goose for Untitled Goose Game. So he walked around and would just go, meep. And that would like scare people because I think that'd be really funny. Well, I mean, that's but... kind of what it was at first. Yeah, but he they were, was... like chasing him around trying to get him out of there. Yeah. Um. So that would have been awesome. But then it was like the goose then also scaring Beaker. Uh, but I very, very much would love to have Untitled Beaker game. As the best like... part of that was uh, Beaker was singing the Untitled Goose song, but just in his little beep voice, he was like, meep, yeah. meep, 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 And then a Muppet <laughs> Goose came out. <laughs> that was the best part. Um, and that, that whole segment was just great. Uh, yeah. I enjoyed that so very much. I love the Muppets, so I was completely ecstatic with everything. Yeah, oh yeah, the Muppets are wonderful, um, and they're cherished treasures. And I hate that they now advertise the weird like facebook communication camera thing that like portal or whatever that they have have no idea what you're talking about facebook has this like uh, oh yeah like miss piggy's talking yeah it's like you know the google home uh hub or the you know amazon show or whatever where it's Mm -hmm. just like a smart screen facebook has one and the muppets are the advertisers for it that hurts me because Mm. boo facebook also, they had a bunch of Facebook games that were advertised during the Game Awards that were like people in impoverished countries making games to like tell their stories. Oh, yeah. Oh, they had cool. like a game, Games for Change thing that they were doing. Yeah. So they had like a guy who was an African refugee and he was like, he made a pretty much just endless runner. But like every time you get uh, like health pickups in the game, they donate health pickups to charity. Oh, that's cool. So there was like, yeah, they, they were kind of cool. Inter- interspersed a bunch of them. I think there was what, three there of was them? There was three of them, yeah, yeah. There was that one. There was a one for a, a, like learning to code for Middle Eastern women mm-hmm. thing. And then there was one for like how to deal with PTSD for like soldiers. Oh, oh nice. and then there was the depression, the kid with the depression as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. His like dad had committed suicide. So he like made a game to help himself cope. And like he, now he's using that game to like help other kids cope with depression. Yeah, so they're, they're part of the Games for Change initiative that they do. Um, uh, do you really care about the awards that were handed out? I, I want to hear uh, some of the big, like, obviously, what was Game of the Year? Uh, game of the Year, uh, surprisingly, was Sekiro. Okay. Because uh, everyone just kind of assumed it was going to be Death Stranding. The Game Awards must be dumb. They must not understand it. They didn't get it. <laughs> they're so stupid. Um, they play it? Do they understand that you can, like, leave a ladder for somebody else? Uh uh, fucking Death Stranding did win several awards. Kojima came up and yeah, gave it, a speech. it won best director. Yeah, uh, yeah, like best... and it won best soundtrack. Yeah, uh, Mads Mikkelsen did win best uh, and, yeah, performance. Best, I think like, uh, not uh, motion capture or something. Yeah, like motion capture performance. Uh, performance. Um, the big winner of the night was Disco Elysium, mm-hmm. which I think won six awards in the end. Yeah, a lot. Uh, I literally know jack shit about this game. I didn't even know what it was when it won the first award, uh, which was like best story, I think, or best narrative. Narrative, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, honestly, like I said, I it just looks like old school. Fallout. I wasn't paying attention to what was going on during. Like, I only paid attention when the announcements were happening. Like were the minute awards that. started happening, I just paid music performances. It's like Joe during the Super Bowl. He just wants to see the commercials. Yeah, yeah. like I don't, I don't want to watch uh, fucking churches. Or uh, Grimes or Green Day. I was like, when they were like, hey, and Green Day's going to be forming. I was like, what fucking year is it? Yeah. 2077. Oh. Is, is that uh, the no 2077 idea. soundtrack? I just was on Twitter and I just saw like, isn't Green Day better than this? <laughs> like, apparently it? not. I don't think they are. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. My, I was like, why the fuck is Green Day They here? do the theme yeah. song for Sunday Night Football or something like that. They do the theme song for some sports. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah, and it, like, shows them, like, doing sports things and being, like, all close to the camera and making goofy faces and stuff. And I'm Wait, just, like, Carrie Underwood slash Faith Hill doesn't do waiting all day for a Sunday night anymore? Uh, no, so maybe it's... Thursday Night Football? Thursday Night Football. They do... It's Or maybe it's uh, Wednesday Night Rivalry for hockey. It's one... Oh. They do the song for some sports thing. Weird. And I just... I'm just like, why? Why? You... This is what Stop we it. do now. Right. No. So, bad. <laughs> uh, we'll run through these really quick. Uh, game of the year. Sekiro Shadow died twice. Best multiplayer game. Apex Legends. Best ongoing game. Fortnite. Best narrative. Disco Elysium. Best performance. Mad Mickelson for Death Stranding. Uh, best esports player. Kyle Gersdorf. Cool. Yes. Uh, best content creator, Shroud. Best uh, sports racing game, Crash Team Racing, Nitro yeah. Fuel. Uh, best soundtrack, Death Stranding. Best fighting game, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Uh, games for Impact, Gris. Grease. Grease. Best mobile game, Call of Duty Mobile. That uh, was surprising. Best action game, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice. Yeah. Best audio design, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. What? Art direction, Control. Mm-hmm. Uh, studio, Sony Interactive Studios, or mm. Entertainment. Uh, best esports event, the 2019 League of Legends World Championship. Okay. Uh, best uh, esports coach, Danny Sorensen. Stop it. Uh, <laughs> Stop it. Uh, best debut indie game, Disco Elysium. Best family game, Luigi's Mansion 3. Best esports host, Jorgs. Come on. It's, it's Shocks. Is that Shocks? S-J- S-J-O-K-Z? Yeah, Shocks. Oh. Uh, best esports game, League of Legends. Best strategy game, Fire Emblem Three Houses. Best esports team, G Two Esports. Best action game, Devil May Cry Five. Best role playing game, Disco Elysium. Best independent game, Disco Elysium. Best VR game, Beat Saber. Best community sport, Destiny Two. Uh, that's it. Cool. I wish Untitled Goose Game won more things. It didn't win anything. I know. Fire Ready Aim is the name of the. It's the Wednesday night hockey song. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, there you go. Game awards come and gone. We'll do our own uh, end of the year awards coming up in a couple weeks. So hopefully that will be more engaging that we don't have any reveals, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Um, so lightning round. There was some other news this week. Uh, earlier in the week, this was quite surprising given the fact that it showed absolutely nothing. Um, but they uh, there was an announcement from 2K that they've opened a new studio. Uh, and then that studio will be charged with developing the next Bioshock game. Yeah, the studio is called Cloud Chamber. Yeah. Uh, cool, I guess. Why can't we just let things die? Well, I mean, like, you can tell other stories. Like, I don't... Well, they, they didn't I say mean, what this is. It's not like Bioshock 3. It's not necessarily... A, I don't think it's a sequel to Bioshock Infinite. It's just some other story set in that universe, which I guess could be pretty cool. Well, that's the thing. Bioshock Infinite kind of completely changed the formula of how Bioshock works and the fact that Bioshock exists in multiple different dimensions all at the same time that all have the anchor point of the lighthouse. Yeah. So System Shock, which takes place on a space station, Bioshock, which takes place in an underground city, and uh, Bioshock Infinite, which takes place on a floating city, all exist in different universes but are all kind of anchored by the same central point so you can do infinite types of games not infinite but infinite types of games using the general bioshock formula so what they did is they made assassins or bioshock assassin's creed kind of kind of yeah Yeah. (laughs) the anchor point is the what's your animus animus Yeah. yeah yeah uh so like you could really kind of do any kind of bioshock game that you want at that point so like they could be like, all right, this is Bioshock, but it takes place like cyberpunk underground in yeah. an old west theme, you know? Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, I or, mean, or it could take place in the future, like uh, System Shock does. It's just weird to announce this as like we're we're starting a new studio. Not we started one two years ago, or we started one three years ago, and we're getting ready to unveil our next game. It's we're starting it with the ex, you know explicit purpose of creating a next Bioshock game, which is three years out. Four years out? I mean, it's a yeah, new I mean, studio, so who knows? Formed, yeah. Although they could have been working on something for a long time. They just announced that the studio was formed. I guess. Um, but yeah, that's just a weird thing, too. And like, I feel like a, some, the next game in the Bioshock franchise is something you want to show, not tell, for mm. the very first time. Like, who are you hyping up by being like, yeah, we're making a Bioshock game? Like, cool, what kind of game is it? Or like, oh, we're not going to tell you. Or like, you drop some sort of hint as to what it is. Yeah, this, is, like, this is where you need viral marketing to yeah. un- slowly unveil like a... I'm assuming they have an idea of where this is going to go. So like, you know, how Bioshock took place underwater, if it was something like that, you would show like, you know, a submarine going and then you yeah. see like a light in the distance. Or Bioshock Infinite, like a person standing on the ground looking up and seeing something flying overhead. Yeah. You would have some sort of teaser, like whatever the setting of this yeah. one is. Yeah, it seems just a really weird way to do it. Yeah. Which is uh, a shame. But, I mean, still could be pretty good. We just don't know, and we won't know for quite some time, I don't think. I mean, I really liked Bioshock Infinite and Bioshock 1, Bioshock 2. Yeah. yeah. And I never played System Shock. Um, but I'm kind of at least intrigued to see the direction they take it. It's getting remastered and remade. What? what? System Shock. Oh, yeah. I knew that. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, I was just saying, like, you now you, now you have a chance to play it. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I, I might give that a try. But, I mean, like, what setting could you do? I don't know. Primal? Takes place on a giant train. Yeah, it could take place on the ground. Like, I listen. <laughs> I know it's crazy. Wait, we went from below ground to above ground, and now you want to be on the ground? Hey, it's a new area we haven't explored yet in the Bioshock <laughs> universe. The ground. So space, underwater, in the sky. It's true. Where it's else true. to go but ground? Yeah. Huh? I mean, underground obviously is still an option. So yeah. you do something in a cave system or. You know, something weird like that. But, yeah, I don't know. We'll see in probably a few years. Mm-hmm. Uh, lightning round. This one was a truly shocking uh, announcement that came out, I think, Monday night. Uh, there was a press release put out from Major League Baseball in conjunction with Sony San Diego and Sony Computer Entertainment America announcing that starting with the 2021 baseball season, uh, MLB The Show, which is now getting extended for its licensing deal, which was, uh, you know, they had Sony had the licensing deal for the exclusive, you know, Sony rights to make a baseball game. Uh, and they announced in, you know, in extending that agreement, they have also agreed to bring the show multi-platform. So for the first time ever, the MLB The Show, what is thought of even before it was the only one as the best baseball game available, um is now going to be available on our systems. There was no confirmation of what systems, though there were tweets immediately from Xbox and Nintendo that were like, you know, finally no more away games or like just like baseball emojis with like the eye popping, like looking like, whoa, that's exciting. So I guess conventional wisdom would tell you that it's probably coming to Xbox and Switch, uh, probably mobile as well, some kind of mobile, you know, MLB The Show, something or other. Because uh, currently the only multi-platform baseball game is RBI Baseball, which is just not that mm. good. It's not the same as the show. It's the old it style the, of... the money and the polish behind it. No, and it does, it's not like a baseball sim. It's an arcade baseball game like old, like RBI Baseball always was. Yeah. Um, just on a smaller mm-hmm. scale. So there, was there a, ha- 
There was a 2K game, right? Yeah, there hasn't been a multi-platform MLB game since 2K12, I want to say. Didn't they do the All-Stars one? Oh, no, that was football. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I think the last multi-platform baseball game that was like MLB licensed official. The, that, it was uh, big. ML, MLB oh, the bigs. bigs. Yeah, um, that was 360. Yeah, but and, so was 2K, um, baseball. So I think the bigs ended before because it was the bigs and the bigs two. Yeah, they made a and second one. I think one. those both ended before 2K12 was I think the last one. Hmm. Um, that's well, very exciting. Yeah, Sony's been. Uh, like the sole owner of the like the MLB brand for over twenty years now, not the sole owner because like yeah, obviously it was two, yeah two K would have had it, mm. and the Bigs would have made games and MVP Baseball was available until two thousand and five or two thousand and six. I want to say it was the last M- uh, EA MVP Baseball game. So, but I, was, I meant like the official MLB brand. These were still There's been like MVP baseball and other things, but they're not like Major League Baseball branded. Oh, I see what you're saying. So like none of them said, well, no, but like MLB 2K was the 2K game. Yeah. And the bigs also had MLB teams on, on it. So they would have to have be, they would have to be MLB branded. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I'm just going by what this article says. This article sucks. I don't think it's the only one. I think it's, it's been like, they've been the first, the show game was 2006. So it's been 13 years now of just the show. And then before that, it was, I think it was 989 Sports had the MLB All-Star Baseball. No, All-Star Baseball was a different one. Uh, I think 989 had MLB. And 989 then became what Sony San Diego is creating the show, if I recall my baseball game history correctly. But this is very exciting news. Because if you wanted to play a really, really good baseball game, you had to have a PlayStation. Mm-hmm. So this is also a big move for Sony to give away essentially one of their, you know, biggest franchises. Yeah, like major uh, first party like pride, uh, pride, bleh, properties. What? Yes. <laughs> um, I mean, it's not like the same thing as Uncharted or God of War going to Xbox because those are things created by Sony Studios that are original ip for those studios are you saying that sony didn't develop baseball no they didn't um but this is still a sony studio making a sony exclusive game now available on other platforms that's something that would have been unheard of a year or two ago six Mm -hmm. months ago even i mean Uh, sony's always been the most resistant person like yeah to sharing people yeah to to sharing anything yeah uh i think i don't think this was their call ultimately i feel Uh, yeah i'm sure major league baseball was like look if you want to have this license like we gotta be able to give it to other people. <laughs> well, yeah, because we want the money. Yeah, like, yeah, we want to sell more copies. We so it's got to make it worth your while or something. Or maybe MLB was asking for a lot of money to get that exclusive license deal again, uh, and they said, and to you know cover that extra cost, they said, well, let's make it for other systems. So, but that's very exciting. I'm very very excited for that. Even though I only own like the one, but if they if they bring me a worthwhile Switch port, holy shit. Will that be exciting? There needs to be more sports games on the Switch. Yeah. I think NBA and uh, FIFA are the only two sports games on the Switch. Yeah, and FIFA doesn't FIFA doesn't have all the stuff as the you know the main console competitor, and the yeah. NBA one kind of looks janky, but it's to be expected. Yeah. Um, Get Super Blood Hockey. Not the same. <laughs> it's not the same, dude. No. And the other the other important thing is, and we don't know what the landscape will look like in twenty twenty one, but. If MLB, the show, comes to Xbox in 2021, 
does that also come to xCloud where I can then play it on my phone on the go, the official full thing? Because that would be pretty fucking exciting and I'd probably get that. Well, it would probably come on Stadia. Oh, yeah. It could come to Stadia as well. Oh, yeah. Uh, Assuming that's around in 2021. We'll see. Um, But that could be another fun wrinkle too. completely forgot that you already own that. Yeah, that's true. I did. (laughs) Well, there's nothing to own really. It's just the controller. It's like, that's all I really own. It's all around us. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. We're floating in it. Yeah, it's in the air. Um, But still very exciting. Stadia is in you right now. (laughs) I breathe in Stadia moment. There you go. Uh, lightning round something else that's coming multi-platform this was something I don't remember if this was part of our last week's episode where we thought this or if this was our look ahead episode uh, that we recorded already which may make that episode wrong or actually correct because I think this is something I did say Uh, but Final Fantasy 7 remake in 2021 will be going multi-platform as well uh, we were not sure if it was or it wasn't, and I think I remember saying that it I was. was but I was saying I I just uh, I thought, thought it was it wasn't. always yeah yeah. So yeah. I was like, oh yeah, it's coming to Xbox and PlayStation. You guys were like, I don't think it's coming to Xbox. I was like, well, of course it is. That's no, what I said. No, yeah. that's what I said. You said the other thing. Oh yeah, you were wrong here. Don't try to. Yeah, nice try. It's it's already recorded, Joe. Yeah. I, again, I don't remember if that was last week's episode where we're... No, I or think it's our episode you haven't heard yet. Next week's episode, I think. It was our what Two are weeks. we looking forward to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So something right before the end of the year. Yeah. Um, so yeah, That's it's coming multi-platform. It's uh, exclusive for a year because we know it's coming in the spring. Yeah. Uh, March 20th yeah. or something? Yep. Yeah. So it'll be coming to Xbox probably a year later in March of 2021. Nice. So there you go. Timed exclusive oh, for the PlayStation that the 4. Resident Evil 3 remake is also coming in march which is super soon oh yeah 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 Yeah, and that's not in our look ahead episode which we knew recording early that there would be things that we missed yeah um so joe you're looking forward to that as part of next year nah okay fair enough uh you're not allowed to get it then no damn it uh i'm looking forward to project resistance there you go not resident Evil 3 no you played that game already what do you care yeah uh lightning round this one was oh this one hit me hard this one was so sad I didn't see it at first. Uh, Joe alerted me to this story, uh, and I I wept openly on my couch. I think Tyler told everyone. I don't remember no. hearing it from Tyler. No, oh, he told it. He told me, and then I said, "Oh, Adam's going to be hurt." And then moments later, I think Joe sent it to you. Yes, um, Joe. Why don't you crush my dreams again? Uh, Redbox. Uh, the uh, wait. Don't say it. <laughs> Okay, the no. the thing that's in every lobby of every grocery store that you go to. Grocery store, Walmart. Target, mm-hmm. some gas stations. Yep. Uh, they uh, they will no longer be renting out video games. Motherfuckers. Uh, so Adam's like primary uh, source of... Testing stuff out that I don't want to pay full $60 for. Yep. Will now be gone. God damn it. You always have problems with them now. I don't always have problems with them. I just sometimes have problems with them. But that's not a reason for it to go away. I put up with the problems to save me $50 on playing the newest Madden or the newest Call of Duty. But they probably lose so much with people making photocopies of games and then sticking them back in the cases and then stealing the games. Yeah, but uh, yeah. But game is like, yeah, I movies are something that you can just rip and then send it back. Yeah. Games are something that people steal. Well, and yeah. also games are $60 and movies are 10 to 30 Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot more incentive to steal video games than there are to actually just, you know, there's there's a lot more incentive to just return your movie. Yeah. But if that was as... deal with the hassle of that. I feel like that, if that was as rampant a problem as it is like you're making it out to be, I feel like they would have done away with this years ago because they've been doing games for several years now. 
And if it was like a theft heavy thing, they would have stopped years ago. I know multiple people who this has happened to, and it's not just like a see it on the internet thing. Like it happened to Tyler. It's happened to my brother before. Yeah, but it ha- like, like it it happened ha- in you, all of it? the games I've rented, it happened once. That's still. That's, but that, that's what I'm saying. Like I've been rent, I've been renting games from Redbox for years, and it happened once. Yeah, I don't think it's a it's wide one out spread. of like forty games that you've rented over the yeah. course of the years. I don't think that's the reason they're shutting down. I just don't. Th- I think the problem is, is that a lot of their games are things that people just don't want to get. Like every time I go to a Redbox, if I don't like specifically go with a specific game in mind on release date that I've reserved from the internet, going to the box, it's always like um either something that's six months old or it's anthem or it's plants versus zombies or it's you know the mx versus atv like shit people just don't want so they buy all these games to get everything and then they just sit there so i feel like that's the bigger money waster than theft because if theft was a big deal they would they would have come up with some countermeasure to not be able to steal it well their countermeasure is now shutting down (laughs) Yeah, but they, but then they would have done that a while ago. Like, I don't think that would have been... I don't think this, like, someone stole their last game and that was the straw that broke the camel's back. I think it was just they're, they're not seeing the return on it because people are probably buying digitally. They're, you know, they're doing other things to get their games. Um, not all of them have Switch games available, and I feel like that's probably a big blow, too, because people want to, you know, Switch is the newest, hottest console, and they don't have a way to get those games. So, I don't know. It just I just think it sucks. I mean, they didn't give, really give any kind of explanation for why. It's just this no. uh, like interview that they did with The Verge where they're just like, yeah, we're just going to stop doing it. Yeah. Um, the games they have now, they're selling off. Mm-hmm. Um, so you might be able to get some games cheap. Uh, I haven't really get looked. Death Stranding for 40 bucks. There you go. And Jedi Fallen Order for 40 bucks. There you go. What's the new Call of Duty? Uh, I don't know. It doesn't have it. Oh, okay. That's been on sale super regularly lately, though. Yeah, yeah, for forty bucks. But uh, like, if they were gonna sell it off for twenty because it's a super used game, then like, I might go pick it up for that. You could always sign up for GameFly. Yeah, I thought about that. But Wait, that... GameFly still exists? Yeah, yeah GameFly, GameFly still exists. What? I still see commercials it's for the it. only way to rent games what? now. Yeah, besides GameStop's return policy, um, <laughs> <laughs> which will be now my main form of thing. Um, but the, you know, you can't always get those games right straight away, away yeah. the way you could with Redbox. So. Yeah, I don't know. Gamefly, like, I don't want to wait. I don't want to have to send things back. Like, I just like being able to drop it off when I go get food at the grocery store. Like, that makes it super convenient. So You can drop it off into the mailbox that is now on the outside of the grocery store. <sighs> yeah, I guess. But I don't know. <laughs> then I gotta wait, and I gotta, what if it gets lost in the mail now? Am I on the hook for it? Like, I don't know. It just seems, it seems so much more cumbersome than being able to, like, get the game and return the game and know that I did both. And was it completely in control Instantly, of it from start yeah. to finish? Uh, whereas, like, I got to put it in the hands of the, the postal service. Yeah. Which, okay. But, yeah. Tis a shame. Tis a real shame. So, pour one out for Redbox. Uh, I'll have to find another way to try games going forward without having to pay for them. Which sucks. Well, without having to buy them. You're still paying for them. Yeah. True. Yeah, but I, I really liked paying $7 to, like, beat the campaign of Call of Duty. Yeah. And then return it. <laughs> Uh, but either way, uh, lightning round, uh, we got another lawsuit on our hands related to Fortnite dancing. Uh, this time it, the lawsuit comes from Epic, which is, uh, backwards from how it normally is. Normally the artist or actor or, uh, dancer in question is the one that is, uh, suing Fortnite for ripping off their dances. Yeah, like Backpack Kid and Carlton. Yeah, Backpack Kid, Carlton, the uh, Two Millie Rock guy, and uh, you know a host of others that have all 
filed lawsuits and i think lost like i don't i don't think epic has had to take any of those dances out no i think they all settled yeah something uh this one is a preemptive strike from epic uh because they received a cease and desist uh from dancing pumpkin guy who is from the local news station somewhere in the middle of the united states who put on a jack-o'-lantern mask and danced like a, a doof to a bootleg like halloween soundtrack cd uh, that he probably bought at you know the local CVS the or store. something. Yeah, the dollar store. <laughs> uh, he sent out a cease and desist, uh, asking them to remove that emote, which uh, came out as part of the Fortnite Mare season this year. Uh, it the emote itself turns your head into a flaming pumpkin, and then you dance like that guy. Uh, he is no longer happy with that emote, though he originally had uh, a licensing agreement with them. So he sent them a cease and desist. They then filed a, a lawsuit to say, if you don't pull back your cease and desist, we will, you know, like counter sue you uh, because you told us that we could. So we're going to keep doing so. And also your character, quote unquote, is not trademarked. So you have no say to this whatsoever. You put a thing out in the world and, and you know, did nothing to claim it as your own, so to speak. So therefore, we have every right to do it. And they're probably right in this instance and probably have a better legal team than him and his uh, company. That what he was, was the company name again? Uh, it it's was like Six... Sick Panic Media, yeah, his Sick... consulting company. Sick Panic Media. Sick Panic Media. So, yeah, uh, I'm sure they'll win this one, too. Uh, you don't really have a leg to stand on when you just like put out a thing and you don't copyright it in any way. It sucks, but it also is, you know. Fair game, I guess. It's your fault for being funny on the internet. You put it on the internet and it's available to everybody. Yep. You know, you lose control of it the second you hit upload. Mm -hmm. uh, and granted, he did his on the news, like for his job. So he might have more of a standing than like, you know, Carlton couldn't say he owned that dance because he would have had to do it as part of his job. Someone would have told him to do some kind of dance. Like there would have been other people involved in the creation of the Carlton. So he might not be able to claim ownership. Um, Backpack Kid, I guess, could have, but he didn't trademark the dance. He was in a music video, though. Um, yeah, yeah, but then... Like from a Katy Perry music video, right? Yeah. Yeah, but then that music video would have had directors and producers right, and I'm people telling saying, him what yeah. to do, so the, you know, it's, it's the same kind thing. of point. Yeah. Um, this one was like, a guy was just told to fill time on the news, so he came up with this and did it himself. So this one has more of a, he owns it, but I still think he doesn't have a link nah. to stand on. Nah, so. he's getting sued. Yeah. So we'll see how that turns out, as we are always a big fan of the Fortnite dance lawsuits. But uh, anything else that I missed for the lightning round? Not lightning round for this week. I'm uh, just looking at a couple things. Uh, apparently, uh, the Resident Evil 2 demo uh, has been updated to include a Nemesis Easter egg. Oh, cool. So apparently when you like leave the uh, police station and the Resident Evil 2 demo, you can hear Nemesis like screaming stars in the background. Huh. Because he always wrote stars. Yeah. Uh, apparently the No More Heroes 3 trailer had stolen animation in it. Oh, <laughs> fucking God. Why? Is it the, uh, Akira slide? Is uh, no. <laughs> apparently it's the logo for the goddamn, goddamn superhero, superhero was, like, stolen from somebody else. Fun. Uh. We're always going to catch you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when you put something the, on the internet. Yeah, the, the internet will instantly start going frame <laughs> by frame. Yeah. You're always going to get caught. Don't do it. Uh, Half-Life Alex was supposed to be at the Game Awards, but wasn't uh, shown. Mm. It was pulled last minute by Valve. I did hear it's possible it could be coming to uh, PSVR in the future. Ooh, that'd be interesting. Yeah. 
Uh, oh, uh, actually, here's a game that uh, was not on the IGN list for the uh, Game Wars. Is it the uh, hockey game for Apple Arcade? Uh, oh, that. yeah, that's that, right. That game looks great. Yeah. Like, multi-sport game for Apple Arcade. Yeah. But you have to have Apple Arcade. Yeah, like, I instantly pulled it up and saw that I had to have it. I, I will sign up for Apple Arcade the second I can use my controller on my computer. Mm. Uh, uh, and there was a Surgeon Simulator 2 trailer oh, okay. that wasn't on that list for the IGN list. Cool. And I have one quick one. Apparently, um, the Pokemon company was given the green light to subpoena Discord to unmask the people who leaked all the stuff from Pokemon Sword and Shield. Oh, okay. Mm. That's pretty big, actually. Yeah, so that's kind of a, a, a big deal, especially because they're diving into Discord. It's not just like finding people on the internet, but yeah. like it's going through Discord. Yeah. Um, so I don't know what that's going to happen, or you know what's going to happen with that. Or, or how that will affect Discord. Or how that's going to, yeah. Yeah. But that's that's pretty big news. Yeah, yeah. people are going to be not willing to use it now, knowing that the, the yeah, they're anything you said, we'll, could, yeah, they'll just turn you over. I well, mean, I mean, again, if you put it on the internet, man. Yeah, there's nothing really that you can do. Well, like Discord's supposed to be like private. It doesn't matter. It's, it's like on the internet. It's on a server. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, people are less inclined to use something if they know that the government can just like go through it. Like, you know, yeah. if you know that uh, the Apple will just hand over your text messages to the government at any given they moment. They can do that. Well, I know. I mean, yeah. they've been doing it. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So, yeah, that has that'll have long-standing repercussions depending on how that shakes out. Um, it's also interesting that a, a video game company is attacking people who are leaking things. Well, I mean, they leaked everything. That was, I think that's the bigger thing. I don't think it was just like, here are the starters. It was, here is every Pokemon in the game. Yeah. And here is all of the regions. And here is literally every tidbit of this game. And it, they probably also want to find out how they knew. Like, where did they get their information from? What copy of the game did they steal? Like, Or if it was, like, an employee that yeah, employee. Yeah, I think that's more... I don't think this will necessarily have, like, huge impact on the people and it'll unless you figure out where they got it from. I think yeah. that's the end goal is how did the leak start mm-hmm. so we can punish those that let it get out from within because we don't really necessarily have a say on the people, like on the outside like if someone like found a copy of sword and shield on the bus and we're like here's everything in the game so happened with super smash yeah what are you going to do you can't say anything you can't do anything yeah. to that person they didn't sign an nda they didn't say they weren't going to talk about something they just found a thing and talked about it yeah um so it's where did they get that info from that i think they really want to crack down on so i guess we'll see how that shakes out mm-hmm. in the future uh, cool. Well, that'll do it then for the lightning round, not lightning round for this week, which will do it for this week's episode of the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast. Remember, you can find the Gamescast every Monday morning at 9 a.m. on Google Play, iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, and Spotify. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, so let us know what your big announcement was from either the State of Play, the Indie Showcase, or the Game Awards. Uh, do you agree with any of the Game Awards or disagree with who won Game of the Year, who won Best Narrative, who won Best Performance? Um, what you think about that? Are you sad that uh, Redbox is going away from gaming or that MLB is going multi-platform? Uh, let us know. Are you sad about that as well? Yeah. Yeah. Um, let us know on Facebook and Twitter at Broken Clock Pods. Uh, but once again, for the Broken Clock Podcast Gamescast, my name is Adam. I'm Joe. And I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening. Goodbye.